Man, I ain't gonna lie, that shot hurt. For real? Like you, I don't, I don't know why it just felt like worse than a regular shot. Um, but not like immediately after it was done, like your arm hurts a little bit. Like you'll feel the soreness, but um, then we gonna see how these next couple of days go. Man, that's that freedom. That's that freedom flowing through your head. The <laughs> <laughs> <Them> brunches. <laughs> man, listen. If if everything go right, man, we out here. Night, man. We we back you. outside. What's good, G? You need me to speak Spanish on the pod? Hey, man. Huh? You, you already know what it is, man. Hey, <laughs> were you really down there quoting song to uh, quote uh, Will Smith lyrics from Miami? All right, no, I was not. <laughs> I need him. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What, what church did you go to get that uh, shot? Uh, New Faith. Mm. Did they say how long they was going to be doing it? Uh, no, I didn't ask. It was. It was honestly. It was super uh, super easy because my uncle went first. Um, and it was basically you stand out, stand in a line to get in. Once you get in, you fill out this like short form of paperwork. It's basically your name, address, date of birth, whoever your primary doctor is. They ask if you got insurance, and then they just give you the shot. They make you wait 15 minutes after, and then you get to go. Man, I gotta go to the NRG one this week, man. But I don't think they got Johnson and Johnson. I gotta see. I think they just got Moderna and the other one. I'm so glad I got this over one one go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm gonna try to pull up after the pod, see if they still doing it. They're gonna be like, nah, man, we out of shots with you coming in. <laughs> you coming in for the service, my brother. Nah, they, they, was, <laughs> hey, they, they, were, they were passing out communion and stuff, too. So if you don't get a shot, you can get you can get sanctified. You can get your, get your body cleansed. No, thanks. They were like, uh, man, you want, you want, you want uh, some communion? You want a, you want a sticker? I was like, nah, man, I'm good. Hey, I, I came for the shot, bro. Come on. <laughs> I, I wanna, came for the shot, bro. <laughs> I don't want a sticker or a communion, G. <laughs> oh, that's nuts, man. But, hey, shit, man. Niggas almost back out here. I feel it. I feel the summer coming. What time the All-Star game start? So no, that 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 whole lineup is foolish. They're, why are they making them do everything? I thought they were doing some stuff yesterday, but apparently they're just doing everything right before the game. Like they're thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> what? That is absurd. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like the MVP is not the most like the uh, what a the likely MVP is not going to play in the All Star game. Like this is shit is dumb as fuck, bro. Yeah. Money. It is what it is. I guess they gotta get their money. Um shit man. Y'all ready? Yo. Alright. Yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino. It's episode 109 of the Brazy Bunch Podcast. And I'm virtually extending flowers to all my women listening to the uh podcast, man. Um that's how we coming this week. Uh we appreciate y'all for listening and we got C's in the building. Too rich for who? Y'all just got rich again. Who grips the mic and likes to kill their friends? I've never been the type to make amends. What? What's the rest? If she was at an eight, then we like to. We like to. Come on, man. We here today. What in the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> 
Let's go, man. I'm vaccinated. I got my green juice, man. We we up. It's up to the health is wealth, man. Bro, who, who were you just rapping Marley Mar? <laughs> who, you, who you rapping? <laughs> no, that's eight out of ten. Come on, man. Yeah. No, oh, man. Okay. We gonna I guess we deal with that later. Um <laughs> Dota in the building. CC Estu Chico Dona K Pasa, amigo. <laughs> That nigga Dota, man. I was like, fam, I don't want to see on, you on a man. documentary about one of them black niggas that refused to come home <laughs> once they go to a foreign country. Hey, man, you got to call him by his proper name, Don Miguel, man. Don Miguel. Man, how you feeling, man? Back from the reek? Man, I love it out there, man. That heard, shit was that shit was great. I heard it had a hold on you, man. It did. It did, man. I, I, I had to extend my stay, man. I, mm. I never usually do that. I was like, hey, man, I'm I'm going to stay out for one more day, you know what I'm saying? Try to touch the city. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Did you did you touch the city, man? What you what you do with that extra day? Oh, yeah, we touched the city. Touched the city, you know what I'm saying? Just went out, you know. <laughs> that was nasty. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, last day, you know what I'm saying? I got me a cigar, man. I was out there, you know, smoking. You had a fedora? No, see, I, w- I was going to cop a hat, but I was like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the hair out, you know what I mean? I heard you was down there with T Lanes. Is that true? That that's not true. That's not true. <clears throat> I was. Uh, uh, n- never mind. <laughs> did you did you stop over Miami? I thought you, no. You had that layover. No, Miami. no, 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 no. I wasn't gonna do that. I wasn't gonna get too crazy. You know what I'm saying? You know, n- maybe next time. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but you back in the states, man. How you feeling, man? It feels good, man. I miss you, uh, Chicago, and uh, you know the Illinois. You know, it's 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 good to be back. All right, man. I'm ready to turn up. Do you uh you gonna have to return in eight months to reclaim a seat or something? Or are you mm. good? Nah, but I definitely I definitely want to go back. I want to do a family trip. I also want to. I feel like we got to do like a, a a podcast out there. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Just just a, a nice little live type joint. You know, you could be on like a roof or something, getting some color. After C's racist remarks last week, you might get press. Yeah, I don't know. man. Wait, what I say? Yeah, Talk about racing beans and shit. Come, hey, all right, we, we know, we know that um the Latin Latinx community enjoys rice and beans. Hey, man. Hey, That's, listen, facts. Man. That's facts. That's facts. We have no, a they, Puerto Rican they, presence out there. They they talk about they got uh, they they have two cards with their meals. All right, man. <laughs> All right. No, no beans, beans, beans and rice are the, it's two cars. What you mean? You trying to get my car revoked, man. Come yeah, on, man. man. You lucky they I'm impressed well? Donnie out there, man. <laughs> oh, my bad, man. I'm not, I'm not shout out to the Latinx, but they, y'all do get the rice and beans, and that's heavy. No, but how you yeah, doing, I, I will say... Oh, my bad. Food out, I will say the food out there was amazing, man. For real? So good. Some of the they pop a job things different? Papa John's. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> no, what you what you get? I thought my bad. I thought you was. Oh, no, no, it was just a lot of you know a, a lot of cuisine, man. They ceviche out there. It's crazy. Had some mofongo out there. What? You know, isn't that isn't that African? Shit, I I, I think that's Puerto Rican. Yeah, I think oh, they shared. You know, they got you know how like certain. Uh, certain recipes are the same, like plantains. They have plantains in Africa as well as in you know uh, Latin American yeah. countries and shit. Yeah. So I think certain things like cross over and shit. Gotcha. Yeah, Man, it was good. It was a good time. <laughs> Did you get some authentic shit or you know you was hitting the restaurants? 
yeah, we was hitting restaurants. We actually had like a cooking class uh, at the crib. So Ooh. it's like chef came through, you know what I'm saying? She cooked some stuff, teach us how to make some some shit, you know what I'm saying? I I'm, I, I upgraded, man. I, I'm coming back to add culture to my dating life. That nigga mm. don't even finna have all the butter pecans at his crib in the Chicago area. Who's gonna be the first person to receive that recipe? See, I don't know. I don't know, cause cause we are losing recipes. I gotta keep this one intact. You understand? So I'm 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 gonna see. I'm I'm gonna see. But I'm back. Mm. Hey, mm. I felt that man. I felt that fam. <laughs> I feel it. Feel it. Uh, C's man, how you doing, fam? Man, I'm good. Man, I had a slow week, but I finally got that PS5. So we we acted. Oh, PS5 and vaccine. Yeah. Oh, that's what we doing. Scrunch yeah, face that's how right we, there. So we doing it, man. Hey man, what you what you grab for it? Man, I ain't getting anything yet. First, I, I just got on uh, Fortnite. Fortnite is low key decent. Okay. Um, been on my Call of Duty. I don't know what to get because I kind of want to get Madden or 2K, but I'm like they're just gonna come out with another one in a couple months. Um, I'm tempted to get Spider Man, so I might grab Spider Man today. Just just mess with that. Man, this was a long time coming, man. This is like when uh, the slaves got free and they really didn't know what to do, so they just kind of sharecropped for a few years and shit. I feel like that's what stage you in. It's like once you you hit the north and it's like you just start doing work anyway because it's what you're used to. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, tittle around for a second until I learn how to sing or some shit. Nah, I feel you, fam. But uh, that sounds like a good weekend, man. You vaccinated, finna hit the streets again? Man, hey, hey, man, man, tuck y'all, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Tuck oh. y'all. Yeah, that's how we coming, man. Oh man, the squad might be in full force, man. The seeds oh. back in the streets. Donut cooking mafungo in the crib. Already, man. It's <laughs> about to go crazy, bro. <laughs> but my shit, uh, my shit wasn't too bad, you know. Um, did a little uh, kickback and shit, you know. Nothing, nothing serious. Uh, got too high yesterday. That's the I, I, worst. I would, I would not suggest that. <laughs> and I, were you? Were you were dry? You no, said you what? Dry. You weren't dry. You were just. I was just. I, like, like everybody knows me. I don't smoke. So anytime I do, it, it's always it's always gonna fuck me up. So, bro, I came home and was trying to watch it, and I, it was just like at one point I just told myself, "Let me just go to sleep." Like this day is a wash. <sighs> Hey, it's it's probably better when you when you are drink. It's what's well, worse when you drink too. That's what that's what I call dry. Mm. If you if you drunk and high at oh, the same okay. time, when that when you get that real imbalance. See, that's 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 my shit, man. That's my go to. I hate that because I don't I don't know if I, I can't close my eyes and like be still because I feel like I'm swaying and moving around, but I don't want to like move around, so I'm just stuck existing in confusion uh nah i don't think i was drunk like I, like i broke my drinking streak but uh i only had a few shots so i know i was how, drunk but. how many how many days total do you get man how many days you uh get? so it's from january 4th which is the day after the bombay pod to what was yesterday the seventh or six six yeah so two two months in a couple days so it wasn't bad mm. but the i think the main yeah. thing I, I gained from it is now i like yesterday, I could have just went crazy and just been like throwing back drinks and shit. But I was just like, "Fuck it, let me have a few shots." You know, just been back to the crib. Ain't ain't really nothing. So I think I learned how to like gauge it and kind of control. Well, I wasn't out of control, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I could take a few shots without going crazy and just drinking everything and shit. True, true. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah man. This, this is uh, so I salute you for that. I'm, I'm think I'm on day twenty one. Mm. Day twenty one, man, no nothing. 
Oh shit! Only uh, um, what, a week left. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm done around <laughs> the thirteenth. So we're gonna see. I feel like if I make it past the that eighteenth through like the twentieth for March Madness, I can go the whole month. So, yeah, yeah. Whew. Like, cause I was Wait. good going out, but I think once once this mad shit break, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna be messed up, but I'm gonna be the streets. <laughs> yeah, you gotta hit. The- they're gonna be fooling man nah they're not. they already fooling down here they burning masks and shit and they doing all types of crazy <laughs> shit <laughs> they doing all types of crazy shit bro uh, but speaking of going crazy man Atlanta is on fire right now um, it's, it wouldn't be the first podcast I've probably said that before Before, uh, but it's it's legit on fire right now y'all, y'all, like, y'all been seeing like what's literally? going on no, I mean like with people and COVID and all types of shit. Oh, um, I mean, listen, I didn't, I didn't expect people to listen to to Keisha Lance Bottoms. Is that her name? Yeah, Is that her name. Yeah, that's her name. yeah. I, I didn't expect. She she had to know better. She had to know that it being an open state, saying please don't come down here and risk your lives. Stay home. This is just for the players. Wasn't gonna work. Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta is the wrong city. If they wanted to keep see people safe, have that shit in Salt Lake City. <laughs> no, really, and that's that's where it is next year. They should have bumped that up. Yeah, uh, it, they should have bumped that up to this year. It was no reason to have it in Atlanta, and no one wants to go to Utah. Fam, you All Star Weekend next year is going to be so bad. Duh, because I mean, the everywhere, every because they say, uh, what's it called? Utah has or Salt Lake City has no nightlife. None. Most of them Mormons. I'm watching some documentary on Netflix about uh, Salt Lake City. That shit look trash as fuck. That's a shame. Yeah. That's why I don't understand how um, how or why people go to BYU. It's like, uh, don't they get something off or something like that? Like, isn't like a uh, like a special to go there or something? Not a special, but they get like a tuition break or some shit. A discount code? A <laughs> discount code. <laughs> Jesus. No, but, it's, but I think you can get like kicked out for like regular college things. Like I think having somebody like the opposite sex in your room or intercourse unless you're married. That yeah. type of stuff. I saw that uh, with the basketball player that one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just nuts. But people down there bad, like down bad, bro. Did you see them girls in that U-Haul fam? Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> bro! They sleeping in the U-Haul, dog. <laughs> Wait, that was—I thought they were just—that was just a ride. No, they like getting changed in there. They sleeping in there, like it's nuts, bro. It's never that serious. Come on, man, dog. Oh, man, what? Just, that's when you're trying to stay close to the feeling, bro. If you're sleeping in the U-Haul, you will never get close to NBA player. <laughs> you're not even in the same realm as the niggas you're trying to get. Yeah, man. So I so I have a question. If you if your whole weekend is a U-Haul, actually I have several questions. Who one who proposed it <laughs> to the group? Like who was just like, yo, instead of hotels, U-Haul. Don't forget to give me your fifteen dollars for the U-Haul. <laughs> and why did they agree to it? But also if they're going to clubs. They have to be like parking blocks away and then Ubering to the club, right? Because you can't pull up to the club parking lot in a U-Haul. <laughs> that, that would be amazing. <laughs> you see the U-Haul pull up? Oh, I know these bitches. <laughs> I see them on Twitter. <laughs> Yo, they probably get booking and shit. <laughs> we got the U-Haul bitches in the club. <laughs> in the club. 
sister, you <laughs> That's absurd. Oh shit, man. That shit is nuts, bro. I hope I hope I hope they're all single. Because <laughs> imagine imagine bro. imagine your girl saying she going to All Star Weekend and you find out she's sleeping in a U-Haul. Nah, fam. That's that's Are you are you are you paying to get her a room or are you just saying no nah, you're gonna deal with that? Nah, that's all you, bro. I'm low key. Yeah, low key. It, it might be. A, it might be a wrap. We're over. If if you're willing to sleep in a U-Haul <laughs> away from me, All Star Weekend, you because you want to because you want to get close to my because you want to get close to Mike Conley. Come on, no, we're nah, not nah, doing man. this. That's that's done. It's a wrap. Yeah, they they that was one of the things people were questioning too. Uh, one dude was like, "Man, I ain't worried. My girly uh, All Star Weekend, she can't pull no a ball of niggas." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, that nigga rough. Hey, it, it bees like that though. But uh, did uh, did y'all see uh the two on two yesterday? I peeped clips from it. That nigga little baby looked trash, bro. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, bro, that um that free throw. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like you could have never played basketball before and, <laughs> and shoot a better shot than that. <laughs> Duh, I watched that whole thing and and the first like. Five minutes were very much uh, rec league YMCA behavior, mm. and then they kind of settled in. But man, listen, a little baby might be the. I don't know why they got him. He he clearly cannot hoop. I have a question. So, did you see the beginning of it? Yeah. What was how was the interaction between Quavo and Baby? Because I feel like they hate each other. So, um, there wasn't honestly there wasn't much talking through the whole thing. Mm. There wasn't a lot of back and forth. They were like, maybe there were a couple of disagreements just based on calls. Um, and they were arguing with the refs a little bit, but between like, in, in regards to like trash talk, there wasn't much of it. Yeah, because Baby's people jumped offset allegedly, right? Yeah. And mm. I, I'm not going to lie, the way Quavo blocked his one shot, it looked like he was, <laughs> he really wanted to kill that nigga. Like, <laughs> trust, stop playing with me. Fam, Quavo had 17. 14 rebounds and four blocks. What the fuck? <laughs> and they played the 21. What what, what was the who was in the Jack? Jack? Yeah, what's Jack Harlow doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Jack Harlow was out there like he said on some Bill and Bill and Beer. He was just playing. He was playing solid defense on two chains, getting some boards, keeping the ball alive. He 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 contributed way more than little baby did. Duh, baby. Yeah, baby looked horrible, bro. That free throw, him airballing the shots. I was like, jeez. I know rappers can't play basketball, and like once they start rapping in the studio most of the time, so they not really that athletic. But his shit was horrible. <laughs> yeah, they, they should have got Dirk, bro. Or uh, Herbo. Can't Herbo play too? Uh, he, uh, you, you, you haven't seen the uh, the crew league stuff? Nah. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I've seen like the interviews and stuff. I haven't seen like the actual gameplay. Man, then uh, what's his? Uh, who am I thinking about? Fuck, not Russ, not oh, Russ. Uh, Kid Leroy, man, Kid Leroy got the goddamn 2022 All Stars on this team, man. <laughs> like this dude from Australia, that's supposed to be his boys. I'm like, man, what are we doing? Yeah, Kid Leroy just had the whole bunch of like high school ballers out there, like phenoms, <laughs> phenoms. <laughs> No, he he no he had a he had a Mari Bailey on his team. God uh, damn. He had like Shy Oda. Yeah, he had some hoopers. It, he he could not. He might be the only person worse than Lil Baby at basketball. <laughs> yeah. Who Killer Roy? 
Yeah, yes. I mean, I would, I would assume so. <laughs> um, Sway Lee is like a, a like he's he's kind of close behind. Sway Lee has the worst jump shot I've ever seen. <laughs> he was making some shit in the last. Sway game. Sway Lee shoots like a four year old. <laughs> I feel like Sway Lee is just vibes. Like his whole life is just vibes. He don't care Hell about yeah. basketball and shit. <laughs> Man, they recruited uh, Big Baby Davis. I was like, the fuck is this? This is what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah this NBA former NBA player hooping out here. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't. Uh, that's I didn't... entertaining though. I didn't check out a lot of it. I saw Taylor was hosting. And I was like, man, that's that's a big look right there. Um, it's crazy how, how big niggas get, man, after a small period. Because she she been what reporting for like what five years, maybe six years, maybe longer than. I mean, right after we got out of college, right? Yeah. So how long have we been out of college? I mean, seven years. You probably got to oh, start with with her. You probably got to start in college, though. So, so oh different. yeah, she did. Ask, yeah, you know, yeah, some stuff in college and stuff. So, I was like, man, that's major, man. She making major moves. All star game uh, weekend. Um, it's been a weird all star weekend. Um, not really much to pay attention to outside maybe today if you're gonna pay attention to it. Uh, but I feel like today's gonna be mid, bro. You can't you can't ask players to go full out in competition and then go play a game. Yeah. That's that's kind of that's doing a little too much. Yeah, I might check out Lamelo at uh, skills competition. No, nah, he's not like. doing it. He's not doing it. No, nah, he turned it down. Oh man, I'm not trying to watch that bullshit. You didn't see? Hold on, let me see if I can uh, find a lineup. Uh, oh, the y'all saw fan. No, um, it. It's a uh, Chris Paul, Luca, Julius Randle. What? Uh, Robert Covington. <laughs> oh, okay. They really not trying to make me pay attention to this bullshit. And uh, Zabonis and Vujicic? Booty bitch? Booty, booty, booty. You, you know they always add the big men in there, too. Yo, that's, that is terrible. Yeah, that's looking at the three-point... Uh, even the three-point contest is what the fuck. Yeah, once we went out, it was trash. Steph Tatum... Jalen Brown, Zach, Donovan Mitchell, and Mike Connolly. Yeah. Mm. If Steph don't win, he needs to be whipped. Man, y'all saw <laughs> y'all saw Fab hates the United, United Negro College Fund. Yeah, oh, man. Yes. You at least got to hit basket for the niggas. They <laughs> <laughs> said, "Yo, you made to this twenty k." He pulled up air ball. Like, uh, 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 let me run it back. Especially in front of Taylor, man. You can't airball twice in front of her, man. That's that, that's disrespectful. She was looking at you wild. Yeah, this. I don't know. I guess they try to make the most of it, bro. But I don't know if it's working, man. But we gonna see tonight. I mean, sometimes when we like, hey, this shit gonna be dumb because we kind of set that shit last year for the All Star game. I was like, with the new rules and stuff, it really didn't make sense. But it kind of made it a better game. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll surprise us or something. Uh. But uh, what else is is anything else going on surrounding Atlanta? I know they had uh, Ari and Forty Two Doug at the same club. They was like, "That's the first time uh, Ari, not the thickest person in the club." Oh, oh man, they gotta stop. They gotta stop. I was like, oh, "Yeah, <laughs> oh shit, man, they gotta stop with my nigga, bro." <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's it. All Star game, man. Uh, masked up in Atlanta, man. Yeah, I know they they about to start this fourth outbreak, bro. You know they not. Yeah, I, I saw I seen videos. I, I saw a video of people in the club, and I could have swore they were Madison Square Garden. 
So, yeah. Like it it looked that packed. Yeah, they opened uh Onyx out there too this weekend. Um this is like the f- the grand opening or some shit. I was like, this is the wrong weekend for that. I saw Baby up in there and a whole bunch of other niggas up in there. Uh, yeah, man, mask up. The, they talking about taking the mask mandate off out here, man. Uh, Texas, Mississippi, I think where is uh, Connecticut? I think those are three states so far that's taking it off. Uh, ours is, comes off on Wednesday or Tuesday, I think it is. Uh, so I don't know. It's, it's about to get real out here, bro. This shit ain't over. My my nigga still still mask up after the shit goes away. So uh what else happened, man? Well what's the big story this week? Oh man, I don't even know who we start. Um man. Did oh this start? you know go ahead. This was uh last week, but we didn't get a chance to cover it. Y'all watch the D'Angelo versus uh, I watched maybe ten minutes of it. Yeah, same. Yeah. What what the fuck was that? <laughs> uh I don't know, man. Was I, that I, good or no? No. I mean, it's it is if you were a, a big D'Angelo <laughs> fan, I guess. But it's if you were going in there looking for some type of uh, what do you call it competition, I guess, some back and forth, then that was not ideal. But I'm I'm a D'Angelo fan, and I thought that shit was trash as fuck. I didn't like his DJ at first. Yeah, I, his DJ was just doing some. When he tried to do, he was doing something where he was scratching area codes. I was like, this is the, this is the worst. <laughs> he was playing a song that like had the numbers, and he was like, "Yo, I'm about to, I'm about to start with Brooklyn," and he would like scratch it like four <laughs> to one. And I was like, "Why are you doing this?" <laughs> he was like, "Don't try this at home." <laughs> He's scratching uh area codes by Ludacris and shit. Seven one eight, bro. I was. <laughs> I was I was upset. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but no, I, I couldn't watch the whole thing. It just it wasn't. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell if he was really singing or who they were just playing the song at some points. Yeah, that was my I thing too. Really I was like, is this it. nigga actually singing? <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, I saw he had a uh, her on there. Um, he had some a few guests, which I think he meant by friends. I don't know if that was the friends or we were the friends or what. We were we were the friends. We were the friends. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I, I was confused by that, man. But he could have just did a tiny desk and called it a day, bro. Honestly, like we, we would have to hear bro that. and go. Yeah. yeah so, uh, but I, what I didn't know is that did y'all know that that nigga said he had to go into hiding because he was so sexy? All right, and then this <laughs> this is his words, not mine. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's no need for you to go into hiding, fam. <laughs> What's happening for real? No, he said that that women were um, like coming to his shows and telling him to take his shirt off and getting mad throughout the show if he didn't, and requesting their money back and all that shit. So he said to him that ruined like his artistic ability and his his uh, his want to create because he knew. Boy, shut up! Yeah, get this boy. <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> man, they want me to take my shirt off, uh, fam. You you did a whole video lubed up in baby oil, shirtless, <laughs> half naked. 
Hey, fam. and you expect them? What do, what do you what do you want from them? Hey, respect D'Angelo, man. Respect his craft. Respect his art. I'm, no, no, man. I, I don't like when niggas complain they got too many bitches. <laughs> yeah, I'm not here for that. I'm not. I'm not here for your cries. They say you're too sexy, fam. Yo, you're you're mad because they won't look at the art. They're just looking at you. You're still getting paid. You 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 realize that no one is gonna pay any type of money back because how do you go to box office and say he didn't take a shirt off? I want my money back. I don't know. There was some horny women out there that, that was saying that. Like that's what they came Man. for. They came to see D'Angelo like they saw him in the How Does It Feel video. So, I don't know. That's really why he's man. But I think he it's it's some things kind of thrown off about D'Angelo too, man. I didn't know that uh, Angie Stone married him when he was nineteen, when she was like thirty five or some shit. Damn, really. Yeah, or had a kid by him. I don't know if they ever got married, but she had a kid by him when he was like nineteen. Allegedly, I don't because I don't know. The You've date. never seen it? No, 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 no. Not that I never seen it, but I don't know the exact ages. But I know he was around nineteen, somewhere around there. But yeah, uh, people were like debating whether that's being a predator, and I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> that is that is being a predator. <laughs> But uh, I don't know, man. Uh, shout out D'Angelo, man. He got classics, but that that wasn't it right there, bro. Uh, we also got into March, man. So Black History Month is over. Did y'all learn anything for this Black History Month? Did I learn anything? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if uh, Black History Month is weird, I guess. It's like you always see these companies start being black and then it goes away. Yeah, you get but the, if you if you piggyback on top of last year, it's just all kind of like the uh, wavish. Yeah, you get the Kente Cloth Twitter logo and shit. It's I, like especially like when every June hits, you know every logo is about to be rainbow on LinkedIn. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Y'all see after uh, the first day, like an hour after Black History Month ended, the Milk Madness practice uh, hit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like an hour after, bro. I'm sorry, where is this? On Twitter. Oh, goodness. Yeah. The Milk Madness brackets uh, hit right after that. Who's the number one seeds for the Milk Madness brackets, bro? Ooh, okay. This is my time to shine. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is you. <laughs> Milk madness. Damn, damn. Give me a second. You got the ice <laughs> over right here. We're just, gonna stand in a, we're just gonna stand in the corners. <laughs> Shorty from Euphoria, low key. Sydney oh, Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, that's the number yeah. one. That's the number one seed, bro. Oh, fuck. Yeah, this is tough, low key. We're gonna get back to it, man. We're gonna give you a week to think about it, bro. March Madness starting in a couple weeks, so have your bracket ready. Uh, what's the name? Also came on the fire. Uh, Jane Slater. I, I think she works at ESPN. Is that correct? Jenny Slater. Is it Jane? I think it's Jane Slater. Jane Slater. She's a reporter for ESPN. Um, but she she made that big fuss about unpaid internships. Oh my yeah, Jane Slater. Oh, yeah. I, I seen a little bit of it. But what was what was her uh, tweet? Like, basically she put something out that was like um yeah i just put out this tweet about this unpaid internship that i would have you know killed for and people are under it complaining it was, it was something of that nature 
just basically she posted a tweet about um, the unpaid people were complaining and she was like in my day I would have jumped at this opportunity it's perfect and then there were other I guess members of the sport reporting world who were saying oh yeah you know paid intern unpaid internships are it's a part of the process I had two of those and I worked at the hospital and I had four jobs to get through college and I wouldn't be where I was without them that Mm -hmm. type of thing alright I'm gonna keep it real um, I don't want to say just white people. I feel like the upper class views unpaid internships way differently than we do. Mm-hmm. They people don't understand that when you're just trying to survive and live, unpaid internships are more of a bother and a deterrence than a a plus to like if if I had to go and do an unpaid internship every day I clocked in I would be mad because it's just like I could be getting money right now Mm -hmm. and I know what they're what they intend to do but I feel like it's a a finesse at, at a certain point like you're finessing free work out of me just because I want to be in this industry yeah, I mean, my, from my perspective is you can't say you can't put a value on because the way I see it, if you had unpaid internships, you would you would probably take on as many people as you could to fill that role. And there wouldn't be any type of qualification because you just need the labor and you feel like the labor doesn't require any type of compensation because it's that minimal, which isn't the case if you're having those internships you're still you're still trying to get the best candidate to some regard who you feel like is going to be competent and execute at a high level you just don't want to pay them Mm. which is the gym like i I think that um like like you were mentioning the i don't want to say the rich but yeah some of the rich though are their kids are allowed to do unpaid internships because they're not worried about you know um making money you're lo- I mean unpaid internships you lose money you're not so it's not like you're just unpaid you have to do more you're paying for gas you're paying for food you're paying for your transportation whichever way you got to get there and it's all out of your pocket yeah and people don't under don't understand that time is a commodity time is valuable like even at that age when you were in college and stuff like that your time isn't free you can be doing a lot of other stuff, whether it's just it, like even if you're not working, you could be enjoying your life like your time on this earth. I don't care what age you are. It's valuable. And no matter what job you have, they should pay you like it's valuable. Now, I'm not saying they have to pay you a million dollars an hour and shit like that, but compensate the people for like at some capacity for coming in and doing work. To not pay them is scamming them. You can't. You don't say you're paying me in credit and and experience. Yeah. No, and that's, I, that's not. Right. And that's. I mean, we. Yes, you have to start somewhere, but starting somewhere is starting at a certain salary and then getting that experience. And then as you go up, as you go up in experience and all that shit, then your salary goes up and you also have that experience. But not paying them is not. It's not an option for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and just because something was done back in the day doesn't mean it has to keep going on. 
I, I hate when people do the well back in my day this is just a part of the process type mm. shit. like nah you can change things for the, the thing better is, even back in your day you probably wanted to get paid yeah. and that's the thing like just just because it was normal doesn't mean you didn't want to get paid you still wanted to be compensated as well you just knew that you couldn't and you weren't and you eventually see it's it's easy to say it, oh you should do it once you've gone through it already you're in a comfortable position but then you can say oh i had to go through it then you should too it's like it's one of those um i had to struggle so you should as well type of deals which shouldn't be the case yeah that's i mean that's the the argument for a lot of people saying they shouldn't cancel student loans because they had to pay theirs back so watch it watching the new generation have to it's because it's a new day we see college for what it is it's a it's a scam it's funneling kids in impoverished areas into a lifetime of debt which they never most likely gonna pay off and it it ends up where you have to work these jobs to pay off all this stuff. And so you make critical life decisions instead of making, hey, I can take my time and work on my screenplay. I can take my time and work on this. But now I'm strapped to all this debt for the rest of my life. So now I, I'm I have to work whatever job I can get to support me and my family. And pay off this debt. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, man. It's we could talk about this shit all day, but that unpaid internship, man, that's that's dead, bro. I don't care. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's people that think differently, but to me, that's just dead all the way. Yeah, it's there's dead. I don't I don't see how you can just. There's no way you can justify having somebody come in and, and assist you and do work. It's not it's not volunteering. Like if you're gonna give them a computer and a laptop you're going to inter- integrate them into your working space community they should be compensated like i, well, I don't know if it was last pod or the one before when i was like if i wish there was some way i could like do like a like when i was talking about just having that if i could do something to give back it would it would be based around unpaid internships because those are a scam and i feel like those harm the black and brown communities more than they do anyone else because we get put in positions where we have to choose between do we work for during the summers or do we try to go get this unpaid internship and figure out how we're going to live and eat and do all that type of stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's always something to think about. And I guess Twitter uncovered that her uncle or her grandfather is like a chili tycoon, which made it worse. I was just like, <laughs> I don't know why that was hilarious to me, but uh, no, I'm chili. How, how are you a chili tycoon? <laughs> like, that's a, I didn't know you could be a tycoon of chili. No, I didn't either. I thought that was just only for like roller coasters and shit. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you can be but a tycoon of. Because, because what wasn't didn't Joy Taylor say she had to like work all extra hard in college to get through and when she was doing her unpaid internships. But you know, everybody's looking at her like, man, your brother got bread. Yeah, your brother's yeah. one of the best DNs of the Dolphins. <laughs> you weren't hurt for nothing. Yeah, so. But it is what it is, man. It's it's always a constant battle between uh, you know, the middle class, uh lower class and upper class. So uh This is probably the best the best transition into uh kind of what Ann Herbert and her son? And Herbert. Oh, dude who uh the dude who basically was reselling Nike shoes and his mom was like the VP and then she oh, had to quit because yeah. yeah. Hey, you wanna explain it? 
Okay, so basically, um, Ann Herbert is or was uh, a VP over at Nike. She had worked exclusively with recently with like sneakers app and unrolling the sneakers app. If you're familiar with that headache and struggle, sneakers. Um, so it was found in a Forbes or Bloomberg article that her son, um, basically was a sneaker reseller. So he got caught. He was basically using her car to purchase like large quantities of hot footwear in bulk. So he had like bunch of bunch of Yeezys, like bunch of SB Dunks, Travis Scott Dunks, whatever. And he was reselling them, um, which basically hurts the market because he's upcharging for everything. But her being kind of that connected, it looks nuts. So she had to quit her job, and now he's probably still flipping sneakers. <laughs> He wasn't so so he was getting these in bulk, so he wasn't getting them like through uh the sneakers app at all. He was just like where was he getting the sneakers from? So he he was still getting them online because he had bots. So basically uh, the bots just like it they basically are are able to finesse the simps the system to get to like the front of the line. Mm-hmm. And instead of just only being able to buy one, he was able to buy like multiple pairs of these shoes. So okay. he was yeah, he was basically using her car to finesse and buying basically buying all these shoes in bulk at retail and then flipping them for a higher price on the secondary market. I saw like some whispers that uh that she was in on it. Well, her husband, I believe, created an LLC for her son. Um, so she had to be aware of it, but she was claiming that she had no idea of the situation. Like, your son has a where? Did y'all see the warehouse? Yes, that nigga had a warehouse. Good. How are you not aware of what the fuck this nigga is doing? Yeah, yeah, he he he's clearly bodden. <laughs> like this nigga is clearly, clearly. You you understand the sneaker game? Come on, that warehouse was huge. He had better women than than she knows that nigga can get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something going on. He either selling heroin or he's selling <laughs> he doing something. <laughs> so I don't know. But I, I've been thinking that for a while. I'm like, why wouldn't what's stopping Nike from just buying all their shoes do, through a third party selling them or reselling them and getting resale markups of that money? Um, I mean, I feel like they, they could, but I don't think it's the compensation. It depends on what it is. I don't know. Cause what the, the ones, what are the ones going for that dropped this week? Like four on resale? Like, like if they got, like they would have to drop something like super, super exclusive, like the chunky dunks or like the uh, Travis Scott ones, but like just some like regular, like those Carolina ones that dropped this week, like they were maybe 190 on retail. They're maybe going for at most 400 on the secondary. Like they would probably only get, uh, I don't know, 300 off that. Like I don't know if that's worth the hassle of trying to like deflect everything that to might, get a return on that. That investment. might add up though. Like think about it. you take a thousand shoes and put them in a resale market. And mark them up where they making three hundred off each of them. That's thirty. What thirty thousand off one shoe? Well, no, the thing is, it all varies. Like it's it's not always the same. 
So you might think it's not it's not really worth it to kind of gamble like, oh, we might like this. You don't know, really know what the resale is going to be until it hits. That's true. So you could put you could flood them and then sell them for 200. They only going for 250, maybe three. And then you only get 50 dollars back. It's not worth the potentially getting caught, I would say. Man, I just feel like it's some. It's they always thinking somebody had to be thinking like that because I know I was thinking like, what's stopping these niggas from just reselling them themselves? Like it's not. Uh, is it really illegal in a sense? I I, I don't. I would know. say so. So would it be say like Nike, um, like partnered with StockX, or or struck a deal with StockX in any way? Could they do that? I don't know. I don't know the laws behind that. I uh, I don't believe so. Okay. I feel like it got to be some like some trading and type shit going on where they can't do that type of shit. Because I, there there is a certain company that funded money into Goat, and I don't I don't believe that they're um pushing inventory there. But I'm not certain. But I I can't name things specifically because. But you you catch what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. See, because I was thinking of it like how record labels got in with Spotify and Apple Music and all that shit. Like it would make sense to if I was a shoe company to get in with these resale sites and just kind of like get some type of deal. But I but think most for insane. for the most part, most of the retail sites are just, and I could be wrong, but I think they're just selling. They're just basically that medium. They're selling other people's stuff. They don't really have things on inventory, I guess, or maybe they do sometimes. Um, I guess it, it kind of depends on who you are, but I don't know if StockX has like StockX inventory, oh. unless unless it's like a consignment shop where they hold on to it and then they sell it. But cause I think StockX is more like just transitional, a, a platform for you to kind of move your product. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Man, sneaker game crazy, man. I'd say that much. Yeah, man. I got out of sneaker game. I remember because I wasn't in it. I just bought one pair. Of, I bought one pair of Jordans, nigga. Somebody, I came home. Somebody <laughs> took my suitcase out of my bag. I had my bread 13th in my bag. And they threw them shits in the street, dog. <laughs> they threw my whole suitcase in the street. Didn't Took my shoes, bro. I was like, hey, this sneaker game crazy, bro. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing K-Swiss and all that shit for the rest of my life, bro. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, bro, this nigga game shit crazy. I seen pictures with him and all these, like, I don't know how old he is, so I don't know. If the... No, he's 19. Okay, well, he has some he has some joints in the picture. I was like, hey, fam, this little lame nerd <laughs> got these joints, man. This nigga game uh, beneficial, fam. I think it was getting packs off. Uh, but kind of staying with like stocks and I guess making money. Uh, Jay Z, um, he sold title man. He sold a majority stake of title to Square, who's owned by the owner of Twitter, I believe, Jack Dorsey. Yep. Um, Square is also I think that's the platform that runs Cash App. So, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know what the partnership entails. Like, I don't know what this means for the future of title. I mean, I know they plan on keeping it around, but I don't know what the partnership does. 
did did I kept seeing something that said the artists now become second, like the second largest majority holders or something like that. Is that right? I, I saw. I think that's what Jack said. Uh, that's the same thing I, that Jay Z said, though. Yeah, yeah, I don't really know what that means, but it is. Yeah, Jay Z. Jay Z just knows how to make money, man. Yeah, <laughs> he just knows how to make money. It's crazy. He got what three hundred mil from that? Yeah, two hundred ninety-seven mil. He's, he's made close to what a little over five hundred in two weeks. <laughs> oh, Jesus that's crazy. That's just nuts, man. Yeah, which I, I mean, I applaud, man. That's that's great <laughs> business acumen. Um, and I, I've seen both. It's been kind of words on both ends. Some people say, like, you know, some people got this whole cap anti-capitalist movement was like Jay Z promised this platform to be for the artists and to remain, you know, to keep it in black hands. And then the second it gets profitable, he sells it, you know, to the white people. Um, which I understand parts of that, but I also understand. Building up a platform till it's profitable, getting your money, getting out, and using that money to continue to build black ventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of understand it from both sides. Um, I'm not really leaning one way or the other. But I, I, my confusion comes in where does this leave the platform that was promised for the people mm. and for the artists? I- I don't know. I think I think for me, it's some with some things like this is like it depends on what that business venture is and how in in regards to how you decide to uh, move it along and basically flip it. I guess because I, I mean, title is one of those things where unless now Square comes in and they up the price by a crazy percentage, the product is still pr- pretty much going to stay the same. As opposed to, um, for example, with like Ace of Spade, it was already too. Say, for example, he Jay Z was selling it for forty dollars a bottle, and then, you know, Moet Hennessy comes in, and they charge start charging one fifty. Like it's, it's, I don't think the access point for the individuals who was intended for is going to change. Yeah, and I, I think it's like if another restaurant came around with some fire ass lemon pepper wings and it's like all these restaurants do lemon pepper wings mm-hmm. like it's, it's a whole bunch of uh, what's the name but you know the go to you know where people going for the lemon pepper wings they're going to wing stop yeah <laughs> just the way the same way people go for music they go to Apple Music and Spotify Apple Music has a stronghold because literally Apple is who makes your phone and most people have iPhones. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's hard to get people to stray away from those. Like, that's why I think title was doomed to fail in the first place. I mean, we you know, we rock with it. We see hey, go ahead, get your money black, man. But it, I don't see how Square buying it. It's it's going to be very hard for Square to take away that audience from uh, first of all Apple Music, and then Spotify. I don't know how they did it, but Spotify has grabbed a large large portion of the audience as well. Even though they don't, you know, they they're not partnered with like the phone creators and all that stuff. Uh, but I think Title's issue part of it was coming out was they made it seem like it was a bunch of whiny artists and wanting people to give them more money. 
which yeah. might, which I don't think was their intention, but that's kind of how everything, because they all sit up on that stage and say, if you get title, we get more money. So get title. Yeah. And uh, uh, the title exclusive, do y'all think those were up people the wrong way? No, because they were Apple Music exclusive. So I can't complain about it. Yeah. And I think that that exclusive shit's done, right? I think they all struck a deal that they can't do that anymore. Oh, for I don't know. Yeah. I, I think, know it, yeah, it has to drop on everything now. Well, no. JC always, said not on uh, Apple Music. Well, it was it was always dropping on everything. It was just they were getting it first. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think that's done now. I think everything has to drop on <laughs> all the streaming networks at the same time now. Hmm. Oh, that's, a, that's a crazy rule. I wonder if they made that because of the J shit or whatever. Yeah, it was because Chance was talking about it because he said that since they did that, it changed the game for the artists because now they can't get what he like how he got was like 500k for coloring books so it could be on Apple first. Oh, uh, like okay, I see. Yeah, like they, they shut all that down so now artists can't get that exclusive deal like they used to do in the, in the past. Oh, yeah, and that would help, especially during like now when they can't tour and shit. To mm-hmm. Get a little five hundred k off a release that that definitely would help, and so that's wild. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why they're doing the NFTs now, man. NFTs is getting crazy. What's the I NFTs? Think Kings, the non fungible uh, tokens, like like that NBA Top Shop I was talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. So like musicians are doing that now. I think Kings of Leon did that. Um, they made an NFT. And they sold a whole bunch. Uh, somebody else did that. I forgot who it was. But people are making money off these shits, man. Yeah, I saw yeah. somebody saying they should have like a rap like uh, card, like virtual card set. And I was like, that that I would be more interested in that than uh than like a NBA player. Like I don't want fucking <laughs> Mike Conley doing a layup card, <laughs> but like a rapper card that would be kind of dope. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, I, I know we we can't really talk about them like that. But Tory Lanez is doing an NFT for something. I still don't understand. He's doing shot. a footage in RT, <laughs> the real footage. <laughs> Pretty much, it's just goddamn clips that you can hold, but you can also they hold value to somebody who. I don't know. Like, I I, I guess, so like the clips. So if somebody makes like a gif of the clip that I own, I don't get anything. Uh, it's well, you have to buy it directly from Top Shop. But I mean, I guess there are clips, and then there are like gifts of clips. So if I purchase actual clip, but mm-hmm. somebody like the internet is using a gif of that clip, I don't get anything for it. Nah, it has. It's like. When you buy the clip, it's like certain it, it's it's kind of certified in a way. It's like there's like chrome levels and all this stuff. And they like they number it out of how many clips there exactly are. Like you'll get one maybe this is number 12 out of 1000 or something like that. And it's like the higher up it is, the more value it is. So, so you don't kinda, get you can't get paid off of somebody using your clip. No, no. OK, I, I, don't, I don't see the no, purpose. No, no. You yeah. just, but you can sell it though. You can sell your whole clip to somebody else. But what, what am I going to do with a clip? If you just own it. It's just like ownership, yeah, just, like owning gold. Yeah, I know. But like, who's like, yo, let me get 500K for a clip. 
these these young kids, I don't know what it is, but they love like the that, whole. That is, that's so confusing because I can just Google, I can YouTube a dunk, and then I can watch the dunk. I don't need to own the the. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking like at I'm on the site right now, and a Ja Morant dunk when he dunked on uh Aaron Baines is going for two hundred and forty thousand dollars. Yeah, it, it's it's almost like it's 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 like having a trading card, only it's a virtual card. And and Gen Z, they just love to have shit on their phone, so it's like having a collection on their phone. So it, it's valuable to them. But I'll be so upset if my kid was like, "Yo, let me get two hundred thousand for for a jaw dunk." <laughs> Man, if you don't go, if you don't go on YouTube, get off my face. <laughs> Hey man, it's a new generation, fam. You gotta have that trading card, bro. Hey, I'm, open I'm, up the app. I'm trying to get in. They selling some packs later on today. I'm trying to cop some. Fam, if you, <laughs> nigga, I know you all got two hundred fifty thousand dollars for no job, dog. No, no, no they, they're selling packs for like I think a hundred or something like that. Fam, you finna get hey, a man. Emmanuel quickly assist. <laughs> <laughs> If he turns into a legend, man, see, I'm I, you. Yeah, you you grab you grabbing uh, the Alfred Payton dime, <laughs> the Alfred Payton haircut, man. Hey, man, you can flip this shit, man. It's it's crazy how people make money these days. Yeah, I've been. Uh, they got like the sales on here, and this job one got two sales so far, and I guess it's just increasing in in price. I guess. Like they put the box score, the game score, his attributes, his hometown and shit. Yeah, I don't I don't know. This is a crazy game right there, bro. <laughs> uh but what else is happening, man? Um y'all see Matthew Nose go off on that reporter for, for comparing uh Chloe to Beyonce? I did. Bro. <laughs> what's wrong with that nigga, bro? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. He was upset. I was like, Jesus, it's not that important, bro. It's like, Wait, he lost your mind. Didn't he just say, like, he was out the game? Yeah, he said he I retired. Saw he was like, he's, I'm out the game. <laughs> nah, he went out with a bang, because that wasn't necessary, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. That was not necessary. Nah, nah, it wasn't, man. Like, that's it, a young woman right there, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right. And I, what was I forgot what the question was? Was it like they said? Is she I, iconic or something? Is she an icon? She can be an icon. Um, does she, I think it was like does she have the ability to be as I? No, it's something about talent level at that age. Oh, or some, or if she's like I, as iconic as Beyonce is was at that age, and uh, and you know he went off like she doesn't have. Uh, like an eighth of the talent Beyonce had at that age or something like that. I was like, God damn, bro. Like, chill out. My my God, like you could be confident in your daughter without shitting on other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was nuts. I saw Hallie uh, took up for, um, you know, on Twitter and shit. I know that got to be kind of awkward. Like your boss's dad is shitting on, on your sister. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that was nuts, man. Uh, coming to America, man. Oh my god! Uh, y'all saw it? Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm. A, I'm gonna keep it real. I came. Uh, maybe ten, fifteen minutes into the movie, I was fully prepared to come here and use word curse words I've never used before <laughs> to describe that movie. I still am. <laughs> 
Like, bro, I was pissed. I, I, I know a movie is bad when I audibly say, when I'm in a space by myself, I audibly say, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but, bro, that first, like, 20 minutes, 25 minutes was some of the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. Man, that, uh, listen, that was top five worst movies I think I've watched. Jesus. In, in in my life. That shit was bad. The way I describe this movie is this is this is the best way I describe this movie to somebody. I said coming to America 2 is kind of like when you're hungry but you don't want to go to the store. So you look in your fridge and your refrigerator and just decide to make a meal of whatever you have left. Mm. So you might have some ramen, but you also might have some jumbo shrimp. You're taking you're you're combining a whole bunch of randomness and you're just trying to make the best of it. And that's what this was. It was like they just threw big names and money and figured that it would make it entertaining. When Ross came on the screen, bro, I was like, they 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 have lost their goddamn minds, bro. I my I got confused around the musical portion. Oh, that's bro. that's yeah. when I truly that, <laughs> yeah. that that was truly when I said, "Yo, what is this? And what what am I watching? And why am I watching it?" Man, that Tiana Taylor and Fam rapping part, I, I was legit ready to complain to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> like, if y'all don't, I wanted to report this movie, bro. <laughs> oh, see, no, I'm, I was talking about the the salt and pepper and oh, right, they just brought out wash night. motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> And just kept changing the lyrics. I, I was like, "What is what?" Uh, yeah, it was it was a little too much. And for, yeah, I don't want to complain too much, bro. Because I, I will say, towards the end, it started getting a little bit better. Like it it got watchable towards the end. But overall, uh, if I would have went to go see this movie in theaters, I would have stabbed somebody in the movie theaters. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been so upset. Eddie mailed this one in. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, he just showed up for the money because he didn't give a fuck about doing anything. All right, my, What's Eddie. I, I'm going. I'm going. Eddie characters were fine. I'm not going to deny the characters. Ah, I, I'll say this: Wesley Snipes, I fucked with. I feel like if anyone actually put effort. In this movie, it was him. You didn't like the characters? No, I did not. I, I thought like the barbershop niggas, they they were on par for what they were. Uh, uh, Randy Watson, he was decent. Uh, the little uh, witch doctor or whatever he was, when he cut off dude's shit and ate it, like yeah. that that was funny. I don't know, man. I don't know. Does this, does this, seeing this now, will this make you more fearful for a, uh, another Friday? Yes. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, please. <laughs> I don't think anything could get worse than this, though. Like, this was, this was insanely, come on. Oh, my God. You know what? The son was terrible, too, bro. Bro, I hate him. At, oh, I don't want to say I hate him and everything. I just don't. Uh, his type of comedy doesn't suit me. Who who is he? Is he known? Yeah, he was on an ABC show, or NBC show, or some shit. Um, he had his own show. Jermaine, uh, what's his name? I don't. I have no idea. 
uh, hold on. I've never seen him before. I thought they just uh. But while I'm looking up him, bruh, the daughter. Oh yeah. Old girl from Old Guard. Oh, she's bad, bro. Oh yeah. Nah. I thought you were gonna talk about the barber. The who? The oh, barber? the barber. Oh yeah. No, no, she, 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 she was cold too. Yeah, she was cold too. Mm. Uh, what's the old girl's name? The the old girl he married in the first one still fine too. Uh, mm. Sherry Headley or whatever her name is. Uh, J- Jermaine Fowler. Y'all seen him? In, y'all seen him before, bro? Oh, damn. He was in Judas and the Black Messiah? Who the fuck was he? Yeah, I don't know if I've never seen his face. Oh, he wasn't sorry to bother you. I remember. Okay. Okay. I remember this nigga now. I think it shows... Was it Friends of the People? I might have been I've never Friends of the People. Yeah. Or Superior Donuts. One of one of them shits. Yeah, it was Friends of the People. Uh, was with... Uh, what's it? Lil Rao? Yeah, and the uh, Twins. And that wasn't in twins, uh, but yeah, um, I, man, it, it was just bad, bro. The movie was bad. Uh, it was better. I mean, we all called it. We all knew that this was gonna be bad. I think we just had to watch it out of respect for the first one. Um, I don't know. I felt like if they took a more serious angle with the movie, I know it's a comedy, but it, the first one was to a certain extent serious. This was just goofy. A whole bunch of goofy mess. Hmm. Like it felt like they were mocking like African culture, like the first one I felt like it was actual like it could actually be an African you know a country an African uh tribe or something like that or you know he coming from something but this one it just felt like a whole bunch of goofiness they mocking shit they got elephants and tigers running all over it was just a whole bunch of goofiness bro you are messing with the, you are messing with the Devito uh cameo. The who? Uh, <laughs> no, I fuck with that song. Shout out to Assurance, man. That's my <laughs> shit. But uh, yeah, that that it was goofy, man. I, I'm not fucking with it. Uh, what's 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 the grade y'all giving it? F. Yes. <laughs> at, at best, it's like a D, D, D minus. Yeah, I give it a D. I give it a D minus. A D. A D is fine. Like like I said, the end was watchable. Um, the. <laughs> And what's the name wasn't as bad as I thought she was gonna be. Who? Uh, Leslie Jones. No, no, no. She played her role. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm not. She's not funny to me, but she. She. Uh. She did what she had to do. Yeah. It wasn't cringy. I'll say that. Yeah. That. That's what I expected from it. But it. Except for that yes queen shit. The outside of that, it was. It was alright. Um. Uh, what else happened, man? Mm. All right, let's just get to it because, um, no, yeah, this making me, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, no, I'm, I'm just, just want to clarify this is not hate, this is just real. Um, so apparently, it seems like now that uh, Uzi is now claiming JT on the internet, and how you feel about that, man? Tough, tough, tough. I mean, it is what it is, but this, this, they have to be the most annoying. Uh, you hate no, this hate. This no, hate. It's not hate. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm. Ozzy was talking about C's on Myron. <laughs> this is really not hate, but it's, it was like four days of just them being. I don't know. They were just being like kids. It was weird. I mean, no? they ghetto lovers, bro. What you expect? I don't know. I. 
I don't I just I don't know. I wouldn't expect that from a 28 year old. They industry 28, so they get like and they ghetto, bro. They like Uzi and uh JT are ghetto as hell. Uh, I've never wanted to see less of them than more than anything. Yeah, JT's going through a lot right now. But honestly, it was just like this a weird cycle. The cycle was really weird. I mean, I get it. We we've we've all um maybe known someone who was in that cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get they were in the cycle of I don't want to say denial, but being denied and then now they have their coming to the stage moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. it's it's we've talked about ghetto relationships before. Like this is a prime example of a ghetto relationship where this type of stuff fuels their flame. And without this stuff they'll get bored with each other. So you just got to let it play out until eventually one of them will get tired of it. Yeah, it's like the us against the world mentality. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm cool with just only to see all of it. Nah, I'd be trying to go to the stores just for a couple pigs. I don't want to see. I don't know. That's just uh, I can't take it. You got to block it, bro. I just realized I don't know. You you know. Okay, so you you know how sometimes like you see from a distance, it's like okay, I'm into the, I'm into this person, and then you kind of see the particular side. It's like oh wait, they're kind of lame. Like it's it it might be the the it, it's that it's not like I said it's not hate it's just you see that different side and now it's like okay it's, this is not attractive to me. you didn't see the side of of JT when you first like what did you <laughs> the first time we heard of JT she was in jail for scamming <laughs> you, yeah just because you in jail for scamming don't mean you were lame. I guess so, man. But uh, I, I always JT fine as hell. But I know what it is with JT. Same thing with Carisha. Nah, I mean, yeah. And I'm not acting like either of them would ever give me a chance. But I'm just saying, and you you saw the writing on the wall for them. Like you, you just appreciate them from a distance and be like, y'all fine. But it is what it is. And in my it, again, it's one of those things where you you kind of you know how you know how sometimes you get a uh, the infatuation blinds you. Yeah, man. yeah, and then it's it's always at certain point where you kind of shake yourself from the lenses of that so you can see clearly, and once you see clearly, it's like hold on now. Yes, you're still attractive, but okay, now you're kind of a bird. Not saying not saying for this specifically, just no. You saying JT a bird? That's, no, I'm not saying that. Really just in case she hears this, I want to make it clear. <laughs> I would never call you a bird. <laughs> but uh, no, that's a lie. And then she got a. Uh, Y'all saw that you were trying to get out of here for apparently doing something. What did she do? That girl she who got cancer. Blocked a girl uh, yeah. with cancer. Oh, let me well, let me start off by saying I hope um, that girl, you know, uh, has a fruitful life. You know what I'm saying? And uh, her so health is good that. and everything. But I kind of understand where JT's coming from in this one. Yeah, I don't. I don't hold it against you to block somebody with just because they have cancer. Yeah, like if 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 you're like commenting on all my tweets like repeatedly over and over, it's like I like I understand what you're going through, but goddamn, I'm not trying to see this shit all the goddamn time. You you gonna get blocked? You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't give you an excuse to just spam somebody. 
Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't hold that against her. Her but her and her and Cardi have to learn what social media is. Like she deleted her Twitter uh again and I'm like, you'll be back. Uh, yeah, she's back mean, already. She was back last night. Yeah, so I'm like her and Cardi don't understand what this fame shit is. Like <coughs> I understand you didn't choose this shit, but in a certain way you kind of did. Like you have to understand what comes with this fame shit. And if you want to be in the limelight, you want to, you know, do all this stuff. Unfortunately, that's what comes with it. Cardi's I didn't understand because she got mad that people were asking her for the album repeatedly. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, you're an artist, you're a musician. What you want? You want people not to want your music? So I don't know her. Like I said, I think Cardi deleted her. Twitter again as well so it's just a cycle they gonna be back so uh, I don't know man uh, I, I don't I don't really have no problem with Uzi and JT obviously cause I don't, I don't got no big crush on JT and them like that uh, but I do recognize that they are really goofy Sorry, it was um, yeah it was just like a week of them everywhere for the entire week <laughs> But shout out to Uzi, man. That's my nigga. Uh, did I see Will Smith considering running for uh politics? I ignored it. Why? We, why we, do we these niggas do this, we man? We don't need to encourage this behavior. It, like him and The Rock doing this this stupid ass shit. Like nobody wants that. Just be a good a good actor. A good, and I'm not trying to limit anybody. And I know that's what it sounds like. But it's just like, what makes you qualify for that? They care about people. I care about people too, and that should be nowhere near presidency. See, you don't care that much. (laughs) (laughs) But, bro, Will Smith can't even stop his woman from dating August Alcina. Like, how the fuck he gonna stop Al Qaeda from uh, fucking invading our shit? Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't. It, it's tiring, bro, to even think about Will Smith going on a presidential campaign. I, I, I don't, I don't want any parts of that. It's kind of we did it to ourselves. I think, and, and I, I don't know. This could be wrong, but I think we did. We did. We did. We as a people do it to ourselves with Barack to some extent. What you mean? To where we, I don't know, we we made the president somewhat of a, uh, more of a pop figure than just the president and kind of integrated them into the culture to where I think for the next, the following election with, with Trump, we were, we were, people were more, I don't want to say open to someone from that kind of pop culture space to some extent being capable of being president I don't, I, I was think that, it was came that, was, less from Obama and more from white people being so upset with Obama that they elected this dickhead as uh, pop pops not even a pop star uh what do you want to call him pop culture Reality figure show, yeah. yeah well I guess was that was that kind of like the snowball effect like did it because it, it started definitely picked up steam with Trump for sure. I just don't know if it started somewhat with Obama, maybe not not to his fault, but I think now everybody's like, oh, well, anybody can do it. 
And that's yeah. kind of the space that we're in. I, I think it just has to all to do with Trump. Like they say, if he can come from being what he was, he's on TV telling people you're fired and really had no qualifications other than, you know, and being rich isn't a qualification, but only he was a rich man, a rich white man. Um, people say, hey, well, I actually care about people. I'm rich. I know, you know, people think I'm a good guy because that's where it's coming from. It's coming from people that are somewhat universally loved. Like no one would say they hate Will Smith. No one would say they hate The Rock. Mm. So they're they're figuring, hey, no, everybody pretty much likes me. So why don't I run for office? And that's not what it takes. People will hate you when you get in office. And people hate you now. Yeah. Who hates The Rock? But there, I mean, I'm just saying there are people who don't like The Rock. If you don't like The Rock, I'm you. You probably a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> For like, I don't know one person that hates The Rock, bro. I mean, nobody likes everybody. That's so true. That's, I guess that's all I'm saying. There are people who dis, who who dislike you now. And so it won't be something new. Let's just say it like this. If we took a poll for least hated Americans or most loved Americans, The Rock and Will Smith are in like the top 20, maybe the top 10. Yeah, they after me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, nigga. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, man, just being universally loved doesn't mean you should run for office, bro. And trust me, when you get in that office, Things change, bro. Joe Biden is seeing it now, bro. Like, I, I I think right now is a good time to talk about this. I've so y'all saw what the cutoff was for this. Uh, you saw they passed the they passed the uh, stimulus plan, right? The relief package and all that shit, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, up until this point, you've seen people complaining, rightfully so, that it's taking so long and stuff like that. After a while, I got kind of annoyed with it because I'm like, are y'all watching the news? They said it'll be out in the middle of March. Why do y'all keep saying, like, what are y'all doing? Like, it's going to happen in the middle of March. And so I understand where it's coming from. But I was like, goddamn, watch the news. It's about to they about to vote on it. Um, but that's beside the point. Um, I started to see people who didn't meet the cutoff change what they were complaining about once they realized they didn't meet the STEMI cutoff. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of weird, bro. I mean, that's I feel like that's typical human shit. You know what I'm saying? When when you think something is coming your way and then you you find out you didn't make it, your your, your feelings are you, you're gonna justify some other shit now. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of them were like, "Hey, where the stimmies at?" and on you know, and pushing for them. And then when they came, they were like complaining about other shit. Like, how can you cut this off of this and this and this? I'm like, don't you want the stimmies to help the people that they really need to help? I want to. I want to be helped. I mean, because you. I mean, to be honest, people were looking at it as extra money. That's true. Like the people, the people who didn't make the cutoff are kind of already deciphered or decided. You know, well, this this little fourteen hundred is going to go to put a little bit on this trip. I'm gonna put a little bit on these bills. I'm gonna spend this. I'm gonna give me a new new outfit or something. The money was already there, mm-hmm. or just they're distributed in their mind. So when it's not coming in, it's like, oh. 
this is different. So now I don't care anymore. Yeah. And and my, my thing is, okay, yes, the money you pay taxes. So the money is yours as well as theirs. But my thing is to really be about the people, you have to care about this money going to the people who need it most and people complaining that they won't get it if they make it. Now, I know that it's going to be people to slip through the cracks. It's going to be people that paid taxes last year who were making 80K that no longer make it or no longer have a salary at all and not working. So, of course, I want them to, you know, be helped and stuff like that. So I, I don't want anybody to slip through the cracks, but I far more care about the people who don't make anywhere close to that and need this money badly. So it's just been weird to me seeing people switch their complaining when they when some shit that happens don't benefit them doesn't benefit them <coughs> and it's just like i don't i'm not trying to cape for biden or nothing like that it's just like god damn it's just like no matter what happens people gonna complain yeah yeah i mean people are out for themselves well majority of people are out for themselves at the end of the day so if it's not going to benefit them for a lot of people they just don't care that's, that's just how it is you know since the beginning of time so it, it's, it's not surprising that people you know switched up because it's, it's gonna keep happening but I, I i am glad that people who do need this money desperately is gonna get it yeah and then uh i don't know if y'all see no names tweet did y'all see that shit Mm-mm. No. Yeah, she said uh folks voted for Biden as a harm reduction, but so far Syria has been bombed. Jackson, Mississippi has gone on a month without water. He bombed Somalia, deported thousands of Haitians, rewarded police with 750 mil, and named it after a man people died protesting for. So how y'all feel about that? Hold on. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think it's <sighs> when I think when, when, at least for myself as a casual, um, I don't want to say a casual political person, I mm-hmm. guess is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. You aren't really in uh, aware of everything that's going on, but you kind of assume that there are particular things that have to be done or that will be done um then you're not really aware of every reasoning so i can't say if it was justified or unjustified or because i'm not really sure yeah um but i do think that it's you know you think that anytime that's uh somebody stepping stepping into office that there are going to be certain type of i don't want to say war crimes i guess that are <laughs> that are, that take place yeah yeah, and I, I agree with that. And I, I agree that I'm not, you know, the most knowledgeable of everything that's going on. Like, I, I wouldn't know why this happens or Somalia. I don't know why the Somalia thing happened. But, you know, I try to stay up on what's going on. But my thing is, to me, I think No Name makes great points at times. But she represents the Twitter, the Twitter uh, rationale on how life is supposed to be and how the government is supposed to work of like this utopian everybody you know 
everybody is happy with everything that's going like that happens in government. And it's not it sometimes you have to get ugly. Sometimes you have to do stuff that it is it doesn't look the best, but you have to do it. So I don't I don't know, man. I just feel like and some of the stuff happening, like the the Jackson, the Jackson stuff, I don't know if blaming Biden for that makes sense to me. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's like blaming just... Biden for what happened down here. Yeah. Like, how does it make sense? Like they, he didn't, he didn't set up the grid down here. He didn't go years in privatizing all this stuff down here where when this stuff happened, we didn't have a backup plan and stuff like that. You can't blame somebody just because they're the, the figurehead in our country for something. I guess is there a belief that relief should have been sent or some type of aid should have been just given to that area? Yeah. I mean, and that's why I said she makes great points. Like, and I'm not saying everything that she said is bad. I'm just saying the general narrative, like to me, she represents the general narrative on Twitter, which is like this holier than thou, like everything is wrong. And y'all stupid for thinking that this person is like, like for some reason, people like that or people on Twitter assume that we just like blind followers of this white Jesus savior Biden. And we, we just think he's going to save everything. And that's not true. We know that things need fixing, but this whole I'm smarter than you because I, I read some cap uh, anti-capitalist uh, books. Does that, that doesn't work for me. So I don't know. I'm going to stop my rambling, but that, that's I what I Twitter was that there was. I saw somebody say it's no name makes really good points. She makes all the points that we think Jay-Z makes, but misogyny is what keeps her. I don't know. It was something like that. I don't, I don't honestly, I just don't pay attention to anything that she has going on. I don't follow her. So I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, it's good to follow people that you sometimes disagree with because I mean, if you always follow people that you agree with, you're not, you're never going to learn anything because you're just going to keep, you keep perpetuating the stuff that you already believe. Uh, you know, you know how many men are trash tweets I see. I don't agree with everybody I follow. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's amazing. You <laughs> you got to You got to keep it, bro. You got because you you start to check yourself too. Because you, I mean, if you had to have corrected a behavior or something that you think because you've read a point, a viewpoint, and be like, okay, that's right. Am I right? Uh, I don't. No, no. I want to say no. <laughs> I feel like it's easier to get defensive that way. I feel like it has though. Like you've been on this pot specifically. It's been it's been one or two things that you've wanted to say, but you know that if you say them, it's gonna come out a certain way, so you stop yourself from saying it. Right. Okay. And that's because you've read these things and you start to learn, okay, this is how people are gonna take this, so I shouldn't say that. Well, I guess it's it's that's not changing anything, I guess. From from my perspective, that's not instilling change. That's just knowing when to bite your tongue, what rooms to say certain things, and because you know if you say certain things outwardly, 
you can catch backlash or get canceled as opposed to changing your actual thoughts to the whatever it is that you were thinking if that makes sense yeah, it makes sense but i would i would hope that if things were for the better like if what they were saying is for the better that if you receive a an opposing opinion or thought from what yours is that you you take that in you know apply it and be like okay i was wrong and then True. you know change it up and so i that, think but i mean everything with that is it's again it, it comes with uh everything about everything is about tone and delivery i think at the end of the day if, if the tone and the delivery is off or quote-unquote abrasive it does make it very difficult to be open to reflecting and hearing what is being said for anyone okay all right man well uh anything else to say on this topic uh i forgot what we were talking about initially i'm talking about the biden shit uh yeah the stimulus oh yeah stimulus, man so stimulus is coming next few weeks uh senate passed it this week so biden probably gonna sign it maybe early this week maybe they are out by the weekend or maybe next week so uh niggas getting their stimmies man um stimulated hey um what else happened yeah i watched the biggie doc i did how'd you like it did um, it was different. It was it was definitely a lot different than I think what we've seen before. So I appreciate it. That gave you a lot more insight, more than just his, you know, Tupac beef and everything like that. So it was different. A little, uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I liked how they. I didn't know he was that close to his Jamaican roots. Like they talked about like him going down there every summer and stuff like that. So it was good to hear from that. Uh, the jazz dude that he was hanging out with while while that clip did not make sense it was not on beat and it, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about when they tried to do the drum shit his, like yeah. hey no they, they could have left that out but yeah, it was I, good I thought I was I, when I was a little confused but I was like I don't maybe I'm just I don't have an ear for this yeah but nah um, <laughs> I, I don't see where they're, how the piece was together <laughs> that wasn't it bro but I see how like just being a fan of that music helped him like kind of s- put together his style though. To me, man, Biggie's the as a rapper, it's him, Ross, and I, I forget who else would be in my list, but him and Ross are two people where I say I don't think it's many people that can rap better than them. I feel that. Like you listen to Biggie and you be like, Yeah, damn, bro, how can you rap this good? And then back in that time, like you can run a Biggie album back right now and not none of the songs really sound dated. Yeah. Especially uh, compared to the way that they were rapping back then. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, man, it was it was a good doc, man. A lot of unreleased clips. Donnie, you you didn't see it? No, I didn't. I didn't uh, see it, but I did hear it was different from like the usual stuff. Like it focused on his childhood and everything, like his younger days more so. So uh, I'm interested. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. So let's sell it, man. Uh, Money Man says all women should go vegan once they turn 25. <laughs> what the fuck? No, I'm scared of women's business. <laughs> 
wait, 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 what made him say, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> bro, I wish I was just both to just start making declarations for women, bro. <laughs> oh, shit, bro. Money man, who do you think you are, bro? <laughs> nah, he's, he's the money man. Bro, I understand he's the money man, but bro, you, you're not the nigga to be making declarations. Uh, he said after 25. He said, That's the cutoff. <laughs> so, hey, I'm just the messenger, women. Uh, money man says, oh, y'all should stop eating meat after 25. So, uh, I don't know his sources, but I was reading the comments and it was some wild niggas under there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so wait, so he said this 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 isn't for the niggas at all. This is strictly for the women. This is for women, yeah. This is for women. Mm, interesting. Yeah, so uh I don't, hey, you going to have to read into it, man. <laughs> <laughs> read into it later. He going to be the new Dr. Sebi and shit. <laughs> the money man diet. <laughs> Oh shit, man! Hey, shout out, buddy, man, bro. Um, I had a question for y'all, man. Um, who no. had no, no? This ain't a crazy. This ain't a crazy question. Who had the best breakout song of all time? Break up. The breakout. Breakout song. Best breakout. Yeah. When I say breakout, I mean you look at songs like uh, "I Don't Like" by Keith. Uh, Crank That by Soldier Boy, Hot Nigga, Bobby Smurda, No Flocking, Kodak, Money Longer, Lil Uzi, uh, This Ain't What They Want, Lil Dirk, Look At Me, XXX, Tassion, The Baby, Next Song, Freestyle by Lil Baby, Magnolia, Playboy, Cardi, uh, Welcome to the Party, Pop Smoke, Juice World, Lucid Dreams, Ride, Ride Wave, Heart on Ice. Roddy, Roddy Rich to box NBA Young Boy Thirty Eight Baby Twenty One Savage Red Ops and A Boogie still thinking you. Hey, can Old Town Road be on there? You can. I, I think that's the greatest of all time. That shit was fucking everywhere, every fucking where. Yeah, and it's all what twelve mil. Yeah, yeah. that shit is. Yeah, I don't even know how. Yeah, that shit was nuts. I'll, I'll give it to that. Yeah. Would you ever want to hear that song again? No. Well, Loki, I heard it. I did hear it this week, and it, it wasn't bad. But I haven't heard it in a minute. Okay, but if we taking away like industry impact, so okay, I mean, a lot of people would choose that for the industry, like as far as success goes. But as far as like catapulting you to a crazy ass career, which mm. one would you choose? Because mm. uh. I want to say crank that, but I don't know. I don't know how that holds up. I mean, lucid dreams I as well. I guess it, it, that's that's difficult because you have to look at. Longevities of everything, yeah, Low and that's key, that's when it gets complicated. I th- I think Bodak Yellow is up there. Okay, because that that took Cardi to, and that was the one that yeah. took her to yo. She's a top woman, top artist in the game. Like she's everywhere. Okay, freestyle too by Baby. Uh, see, I don't think that catapulted him. 
I catapulting think, is, is it's a stress the word that's I think that did because before that he had what three mixtapes already. I can't stop going. Whatever the fuck, fuck his mixtapes called. Oh, we talking about Little Baby? Yeah. Oh, wait. You think that? Wait, what song catapulted him? Freestyle. Shut up, my nigga. Maybe you know that shit. Uh, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know if that. You think that was the one or my dog? I, I think I think either my dog or. Uh, Shit. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's between three. My dog, whoa, and that uh, Black Lives Matter shit. What? <laughs> no, hell little, no. I'm not mad at that. I'm not. You, you got to think about it because he was he was solid, but I feel like after whoa or that Black Lives Matter, that's when people was like, all right, he can spit. Like he can, he can rap. rap. Nah, the freestyle, the freestyle is when niggas said that. I don't. I mean, I don't uh, that's a certain. I don't, know, I don't think that. I don't niggas, think that. I don't. I don't think that catapulted. I will say that. I think if whoa, uh, whoa might have been the catapulting one, but I don't. I don't. If freestyle didn't, my dog definitely did. My dog was his. That that was his first shit. But I don't think that elevated him to, to like mainstream, though. I mean, half of these half of these songs didn't elevate them to mainstream. Like I don't like didn't elevate Keith. Well, maybe it did. Well, yeah, it, it did. Uh, Bodak, the box. If you think elevate, I would probably say freak nasty. Ooh, for who? By what? Meg. Yeah. Uh, nah, that's uh, that's uh, big old freak. Oh yeah, uh, you gotta be big yeah, yeah. Freak. Yeah, I say big old freak. <laughs> which one was which one bubbled first? I think Big O. I heard Big O. Freak before I heard Freak Nasty, or before I recognized Big Freak Nasty. I don't think Meg has a single that catapulted her necessarily. What? Nigga, get out of here! What? No, I don't think she has that one single that got her. Like, I feel like with Meg, it was it was the whole package. No, No. bro, Big O. Freak and Cash shit was running, running summers. But but did it like no Savage? That's it. That no, was the one. No, no, no. no, no, it no, no. Bro, Big no, Old no. Freak is the one, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was it's it's Big Old Freak. I think Savage was her was the thing to take her to mainstream, like get her everywhere. Nah, bro. It was Big Old <laughs> Freak. Nah, man. It was Big Old Freak, dog. It was Big Old Freak. Big Old Freak was because that 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 was what that didn't start till 2020, I want to say. Big old free? Nah, that cash because cash shit dropped in 2019. They both came out in 2019. I feel like it started it, it didn't pick up steam until late. Nah, like nah. Was, Big old free was popping in eight, 2018, I believe, right? Cause that was running out, the summer before before cash shit. It came out in January of 2019. Yeah. Big old freak? Am I tweaking? I don't think you are because I thought it came out a year before. That's why I said 2020 because I thought it came out in a year before because Cash no, came out it, in May. It was on her EP. It was on Tina Snow. Tina Snow dropped uh, the end of 2018. December. And Big Old Freak was on there. So I she had to release it before. I, I thought think that I'm was tweaking, like a single or some shit. Yeah, because I, I thought that summer before we was listening to Big Old Freak in 2018. 
No. Okay. So yeah, it, it that's kind of so big old freak stumbled into fever. I th- I think I think big old freak is the one. No, no, I would agree with that. I'm I, I'm just thinking more of like when when we're talking about like elevate. I'm thinking. No, but uh, it was catap- it was catapult catapulted yeah. oh. that one. If you if you look at the everything that came afterwards, it would be that. Yeah, I think Dona's looking at it like made her superstar, which yeah. is kind of like it's like Uzi. Money longer made Uzi uh like a mainstream, but uh the song with Migos made Uzi a superstar. Uh, what's or this XO, EXO Tour Life. Or EXO Tour Either, Life, yeah. EXO, EXO Tour Life or Bad or Bougie. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like getting you in front of the, of the whites. Like getting you on Billboard, getting other people to kind of like the money really coming in now. Yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. But yeah. Um, I thought that was an interesting convo, man. Um, no flocking got to be in the conversation too because that, that song is going to last the test of time. It is. Uh... It depends. I think that that's for a particular audience. It can be said. Uh, I know we talked about threesomes last week. Uh, did y'all see that story about that OnlyFans model that had a threesome with that one woman and her boyfriend got the the girl pregnant? What? No. Ooh. Are you are you on on OnlyFans Insider? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dude and two girls, right? Yeah, so it's like a popular OnlyFans model. I think her name is like Winter or some shit. Um, oh, I know her. Yeah, yeah. So she, I guess she, to, for content. I know her. <laughs> for content, she invited a girl in to do a threesome with her and her boyfriend. And I guess her boyfriend ended up getting the other girl pregnant. <sighs> Sad to say. Yikes. Um, I guess she offered the girl 10K to take care of it. Damn, she said the girl was thirsty for a baby. Oh, and she she gonna keep having it, man. If a nigga says some shit like that, oh my god, the rafter would be in his comments. Oh, if if he offered ten k, no, if say, he oh. said that she was thirsty for a baby. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't say that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you you can't you can't be mad at the dude. This is I mean it should be happening in the heat of the moment. That's why you don't have. Well, I can't say don't have threesomes, but do what's best for you. Just know that things can happen. Yeah, yeah, man. If uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, that's a dangerous. You're getting dangerous. I'm not gonna ask that question, man, because that's wild, man. Hey, we just go move. When stuff happens, we all <laughs> take care of it in our own ways. <laughs> I'm not judging anyone. <laughs> we gonna move on. But that's also on you as the participant who who originated to not take better precautionary measures. Yeah. So yeah. you got you got you got to take that one on the chin. Yeah. Hey, Ye said uh he felt like he could get Kim back after she realizes what she's missing. He didn't say that. No, he did say that. Come on, yeah. Okay, let's let's just not give him any attention. That doesn't even make sense. That <laughs> <laughs> sound like me. <laughs> it don't it's work, over, bro. yeah. It's over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's just done. Uh, did y'all see the? Uh, did y'all watch the the I am athlete uh, uh, thing when Chad was crying? Clip? 
Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Wait, which one y'all talking about? I saw when he was uh, when they was crying and shit. Yeah, that's the one we talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> when they was crying and shit, like this is they, this is they was talking about, bro. <laughs> No, no, it was a it was, it was an emotional episode. Yeah, sure. Uh, it was a good conversation, man. Um, my thing with that is after the episode happened. Okay, I'll explain the episode. So they, uh, Chad Johnson, Fred Williamson, uh, Brett, Fred Taylor, Fred Taylor. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I said Fred Williamson. Williamson. My bad. <laughs> you talking about Zion, Dad? Yeah. Brandon Marshall and uh, who's the other nigga? Channing Crowder. Channing Crowder, yeah. Uh, bro, I ain't gonna lie. Channing Crowder look weird to me. We like a sea lobster or some shit. But we gonna. Yeah, no, you do. <laughs> but I fuck with him. But um, they had an episode pretty much talking about like how men don't express themselves and express their emotions. First of all, do y'all agree with that? I, I, Do y'all feel I, like we don't express our emotions? Well, I think it was was it overall or to our our Peers? um counter our, our I guess friends counterparts whatever whatever you want to call it the people who we call friends. I would agree. I would agree somewhat. It's a lot of shit that I feel like. I have to handle on my own now. Whether it's because I feel like I, I feel like it's less of. I feel like I can't talk to y'all about it. And it's more of, I feel like I got to handle it by myself. Oh, okay. But I guess, so why, why is that? Because why is that the feeling? Um, I just feel like growing up and just, I don't feel like this is a gender thing. I just feel like for me, I feel like as a grown, a grown up or a grown adult, you have to handle things by yourself whether it's you know know, life issues money issues or whatever like i mean it's plenty of times where you have to lean on your friends lean on your family and stuff like that but that i to me that has to be like a last resort like god damn i'm really down bad like i really need help can you you know help out because it makes you feel at least it makes me feel a type of way when you have to do that so would it be fair to say that's uh particularly could be attributed to as part of the issue. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, I would, I would definitely do it, but I, I would definitely consider that as an issue. But I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like that's part of being grown is being able to to take care of shit you need to take care of in your life. And I, I think this was they were more so referring to uh just Emotions. a conversational perspective like yeah. just being able to have open kind of dialect not not necessarily needing favors and such but i mean um yeah i don't know i think i think you know leading or feeling as if you have to take a burden of whatever it is that you're going through is is somewhat a part of could be looked at as part of the problem just because it's you have resources and it's, you feel as if you have to not utilize them until it's too late um, in order to kind of feel as if you're accomplishing something correctly to some regard. 
Yeah, and it, I mean, if you want to go back to the the emotional thing, I, I I just feel like, man, I know me personally, I just feel like people got so much shit going on in their lives that they don't need to be burdened down on what the fuck I got going on. And so, and then you, it always goes back to that saying that people always love to say, like, these people are going through that. And then you start to look at it through that lens. Like, every time something bad in your life goes on, it's always reflecting back to people telling you, like, these people don't have nothing or these people got this going on and stuff like that. So you start to look at it through that lens and you'd be like, damn, man, my problem's that bad where I got to harp on it to my friends and, and do all that type of stuff. Or can I just suck it up and try to deal with it? So do you do you necessarily feel like there are do you feel like there are safe spaces to have those uh, vulnerable, difficult conversations if need be? In certain instances, I feel like um, definitely when we're drinking. <laughs> and I, I mean, it's a joke, but it's true. Like the most of the time when I've had the more deep conversations with my friends, y'all or whoever, it's been because we're drinking. And that filter is removed. Yeah, I can see that. So, I mean, I just look back on conversations that I've had with y'all or that I've had with anybody. And anytime they got deep or emotional or whatever the case may be, most of the time because we were drinking. Mm. Or you were just kind of in, it felt, uh, could that could that be because it wasn't the actual drinking, but more so you were in a, I guess somewhat of a more relaxed state? Yeah. Like I, it, it didn't feel like, oh, I'm coming out of like, calling this person or texting this person out of the blue and now I'm coming with this it's kind of already we're just kind of having this open transparent conversations yeah I think it has to be in a situation when the walls come down drinking makes the walls come down when both of y'all are grieving or you know going through something the walls are coming down because both of y'all are showing those emotions and showing the ability to like kind of open up to each other and showing like both of y'all going through shit so this is somebody who I can open up and tell what I'm going through too and kind of relate to what's going on so I see it as that like when they were in that space they allowed themselves to all be vulnerable to all say what's going on in their lives and stuff like that because that was the topic it allowed everybody to put their guard down and stop being a manly man or whatever the fuck they you know whatever the fuck you want to call it and say what's going on in their mind and you see when you get this opportunity you just jump on it because you don't have that person normally as a man, a lot of us don't have that person where we could just go to every day and be like, man, this is getting, you know, this is getting under my skin or this is happening and all this is weighing on me and shit like that. So when we have that opportunity, they jumped on it. It was like, oh, yeah, this happening, this happening, this happening. And so that's, I mean, that's what I feel. Donna, what about you? Uh, I don't know. I feel like. For me personally, I know not everybody's like this. I think I've always felt more comfortable talking out my issues with women than men. It's just because that's how the dynamic was in my home, like growing up. Like I feel like I never really had, you know, uh, uh, comforting or emotional conversations with my dad like that. 
but my mom was always the person that would like, I don't know, just reach out, like show me that compassion and kind of like get me to talk more. And I feel like that's kind of been my thing, you know, just growing up. It's just when it comes to having these real emotional conversations with men, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot different, you know, than when I'm doing it with women. But I also feel like with me, like in a black therapist, who's also a guy, I feel like I'm starting to get more comfortable in, in, in having vulnerable conversations with guys, you know, even though I may not receive that, you know, certain reaction I'm looking for, I feel like I'm more open to it. Uh, the older I grow. So that's just me. True. True. No. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's, it's different. Um, uh, I know everybody's a little bit different. I know me, I'm, it's less about who it is and just about the what, like, I don't know. It's something about, about being this, uh, transparent and vulnerable with anyone. That's kind of, uh, very uncomfortable for me. So it's not necessarily like, I don't feel like I can. It's just kind of this feeling of you're better off keeping it to yourself. Um, so I, I think that's for, I guess, not just myself, but maybe others. It's, it's kind of, that's what it's the biggest ob- obstacle or hurdle to get over is just feeling comfortable with trying to, trying something different and being comfortable with kind of sitting down and, and having those transparent, really open and honest conversations with, you know, people that you're you're close to about how you're feeling and what you're going on with and, and not, and kind of what, what Brandon was saying is, you know, you think that, you know, if I got these issues, everybody else has their issues. Nobody wants to get, you know, bothered with what I got going on. If they got their own thing going on, like that's, it's easy to, justify that if you say that to yourself um but i guess in in all we have to kind of be honest in real actuality like that's not really true you know if there are people around you who are even if they're going through some certain things or they still care about you as well so you can still kind of um maybe you don't lay all of your burdens on them without kind of some heads up you can hey you know you got a second i need to talk to you and then if they say yeah then you can kind of share what you're going through um so I guess it's just trying to step out and then uh, undo some, I guess, some bad habits, I guess, and, and just go from there is which I think is probably the best thing to do. Yeah, mm. I, I legit. I don't know. I don't I don't feel like I don't know what that looks like, though. Like, I don't know what saying, hey, y'all got a second. I, I want to talk to y'all about something. Like, I don't know what that looks like. Yeah, because I've I never mean, done it, it before. It could be just that like in 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 the text like yo yo i mean i guess i guess everybody has um we all get kind of that anxiety if we get the hey are you you free or can i call you text it's like yo what what is this about yeah but i think if you if if it's you know kind of clear hey man i really need you know we need to talk to you i need to talk to you real quick about some stuff i got going on like is it cool and they say oh yeah what's up then it's kind of okay. Now this person is, you're not, you should probably erase the feeling of you're overwhelming them with your burdens and just kind of out of the blue, like on a Wednesday, they could be in whole foods grocery shopping. And now you're texting them about like how you're sad and you're heartbroken and all this stuff. And they're now they're confused and they have to take it on, but they're, 
willingly and openly accepting what it is that you're bringing to them to kind of be a support system, which is important. Yeah. that to me looks like it always starts off with, man, tell me why <laughs> that, that's always the conversation for that. Whenever I'm about to talk to my nigga about some shit, it's man, tell me why this, is <laughs> that's always how it is. But no, what we saying, I, I agree with it, man. And it, it's just, Sometimes I feel like I'm I, I didn't get too old to un- unlearn some of this stuff or just to start new habits, but I mean you have to man just to decompress and stuff like that. And I have to I don't know it's just the way I was raised. I've always been you know because I, I spent mo- majority of my time with my pop, so uh, you know you, you get like this manly man view all the time. Like hey, you need to kind of work through what because you saw him working through his his stuff all the time you I, you know i really ain't see my dad getting emotional all the time and stuff like that so you start to mold what you view a man of being through what you see and that's what i saw but also you uh, it's you kind of have to remember you have to kind of work now to at least attempt to unlearn it because you can't, I know a lot of us say, Oh, when I have kids, I won't do this. Or when I have kids, I won't do that. Yeah. It's good to say it, but you kind of have to lay the foundation somewhere at some point because you can't just have them and then turn a switch on and then you're doing things automatically different. It's you're more than likely going to fall into some regular habits that you were used to. Or and then you're not even you don't really realize it until like years later. That's true. Yeah, that's true, man. And um, you know we we do need to start making it a safe space. I don't know how to really even maybe it's as it's as simple as what they did. Like, hey, everybody, how's y'all mental space? Like every now and then, occasionally, like just just going around saying, man, how's y'all mental space? Like, how, how's everything going? Like, cause how how often do we do that? How often you do we just say? I mean, I guess we do. We do like, hey, how you how you living or whatever. You know, we even before the pie, we be like, hey, everything good or whatever. But it's just like, are we asking what did you do, or how are you? But I mean, that's also, I think the response, um, the vul- the vulnerability behind the response comes with time and comfort and. And patience. I think I don't, it doesn't really happen because I don't I think everybody gets a little bit in their head with, oh, you know, yo, how are you? And everybody's, yo, I'm good, man. Everything is up. I'm good. And if you're like that last person and you're like, I'm really in a bad space. And I, I, I kind of want to say what I'm going through so I can like get it off my chest and get some advice. But I kind of don't want to be that buzzkill that I can make <laughs> yeah. it awkward where now all of a sudden it's like super deep everybody's like I'm happy I'm happy like oh I'm sad and it's like, now it's like <laughs> yeah oh, somebody man. came up yeah. to me I'm like oh hold on yeah <laughs> so it's good but I mean kind of kind of that is just your your own mental situation you have to kind of get out of your own head and be willing to as uncomfortable as can be just make that step and then go from there yeah and I, I think that's a it, it, it's tough to come out with stuff that's like uh, got you down or that's been in the back of your mind, like off rip. But I feel like no matter what, it's always going to be like the conversation is going to start light. And then as you dig, the stuff will come out. 
I say it at least for me. Like, even when I talk to my therapist, it's more like I started off like, yeah, you know, I'm just, you know, working, doing what I got to do. But then the more we talk, the more things come up. So I think it's all about like introducing the conversation, but sticking with it and and, and just doing follow up things. Yeah. Breaking down that wall. Like, you can't just start off like, this heroin, man, it's got me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but this addiction. <laughs> it's just like, ah, let, let, me, let me chill. Yeah, so, nah, that's, that's important. Um, I, I, One thing I didn't like about after I, I saw, like, the, the comments on Twitter and shit like that, and it always comes back to Twitter, but I know Twitter isn't real life, but it represents a lot of views of a lot of people. But um, I saw people saying... Um, Pretty much like people posting a story about like the the show saying uh, Chad Ochocinco and all of them talk about how it's no safe space for men, blah, 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 blah. Then people quote tweeting it or responded to it saying men did this to themselves. And I'm like, that doesn't help. <laughs> like, that's not going to help anyone. Like blaming somebody for this isn't going to help them f- fix the situation. Why does it always have to be a finger pointing thing in this? Some call it a finger pointing. Some call it accountability. It just depends on. And that's true. What, like how, how you're looking at it. But are like, does this have to be a situation where someone has to take accountability for that? Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> I mean, I don't. I don't know. I was. I want to say no, but because it's. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I, it always turns into. It goes back to turn. Everything turns into a gender war, and this is one of those instances where because people respond and say, "Oh yeah, you know, you can't. That's why you can't talk to your woman because they're gonna turn around and use everything back on you." And then the the woman in return say this is no this is not our fault this is you guys you guys do this to each other it has nothing to do with us and then you start turning into there everything gets combative at least from my perspective do you feel like you have to be extra hard in front of your girl though what do you mean extra hard like not show emotion I wouldn't say not show emotion, but in a situation, do you feel like you have to be quote unquote more of a man in front of your girl? Uh, I feel that sometimes. Because uh, I felt it before. I felt like I couldn't yeah. show what I was really feeling because it wasn't man, quote unquote manly or something like that. I guess no, I didn't feel I couldn't because it wasn't quote-unquote manly i think maybe it was just one of the instances where you you something happened and you don't get the reaction that you were hoping for looking for just naturally and then that kind of turns you off to feeling comfortable with getting to that space and then now and now i'm internalizing everything and i'm i don't feel like i can share okay yeah because i just feel like all this is a part of this you know uh, unwillingness to show emotion and all this stuff that I feel like we have to unlearn at some point. Um, but I think that it's just nature <laughs> at, at a certain point. Like, I think some of it is nurture, but some of it is just nature. Like, how birds puff out, you know, puff out their chest and do a dance to attract a mate. We do certain stuff because that's what's 
That's what's in us to attract uh, whatever we like. Now, whether some of that behavior is learned, yes. But I think that it's just something within us, something within us, testosterone, something within us as a man. I mean, because I, I don't know. It's I don't know either. I don't, I'm not a psychologist. I, I, I don't know. I, the I, I guess I I can I can I can talk for myself. Um, I don't want to say it was ever learned, like or taught. I think it was everything was as a cycle of experience because I do, I do recall when I had, I was in a space or a situation where I was very able to be, I didn't feel like I had to be quote unquote, uh, I had to hide anything. If I was feeling some type of way, I could say I'm feeling some type of way and I didn't have any type of shame in doing that. I was able to kind of really be open, honest, transparent about feelings, thoughts, whatever. And I never thought that in some way, shape or form um, skewed their opinion of my manlyhood from their perspective. But as I guess you experience more and you have, as you get older, you, those the, the naiveness from your, you know, your younger interaction to the, I guess the pureness of it, you you start to pick up more baggage as you go along. So it's all it takes is kind of one bad experience, uh, one experience that you kind of trying to share and that person not being receptive for you to get cold, I guess, um, and not be willing to do that moving forward. And I think that's kind of where that hardness or lack of willingness to be those things or do those things come from. Yeah, at least from my from my experience. I told y'all when I did that Love Jones poem on over the phone, oh and I got laughed at over the phone. After that, I ain't recite no more poems. It was OV for that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Poetry is out of my household. I'm, I'm all. <laughs> That's that done. Never happened again. <laughs> That's done with, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can't wait till I, I. I wonder if I'll ever get that. Um. <laughs> that, rom- that romantic side back, like man, man. Honestly, it's it's if I if I think back to like the old me and like when it was like a real thing, it's so different than now. <laughs> but I I don't I don't know if that'll ever come back because you you have to you you have to have a certain level of naiveness to to really be there. Man, that's what I was like. I used to. <laughs> I used to play like yo play songs for a girl and just just let the song speak for itself and just like <laughs> <laughs> just look at it like man I'm never pulling that shit <laughs> to let the song speak for bet itself. if I suck on that pussy bet it make you wet <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> don't it just look it out of the corner of his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so shit. You you just not doing no more, man. It's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be weird to see if I can get some of that. That's that's that that's low key. That's low key. I'm a feeling. I'm afraid of what that being to get back to being in love like that. To get back to that point, because I I won't know myself again at that point. Yeah, I'll be talking to a few of my friends that I can't see at that point, and I'll be like, man, when I see you at that point, it's gonna be nuts. Because honestly, it's going to be weird because I don't think you're going to look at, I don't know if they'll look at me different, but you know how people always automatically look at her like, oh, you the one one. Mm. I don't want that. Mm. 
Yeah, because I, I know for me, I, it's probably be different because niggas never really see me in that space like that. Like, niggas see me, like, in love for one night. <laughs> like, niggas just see me, like, that type of shit. But niggas never see me in, like, no long-term committed relationship before. So it's a new you space. You in lust. Yeah. You just see me in lust before. But you ain't never seen. So I'm saying, I don't know. I feel like it'd be weird and different. And it's kind of, how do I even train myself up to get to that point? And I feel like part of it is just realizing like this, you want to be around that person. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, bro. It's just a new space that you got to learn to live in. So uh, I don't know how we got there, but uh, it was a decent little convo, man. Yeah, uh, that was a yeah, uh, y'all watching that Harry and um, Meghan Markle interview today? Ooh, I, I do want to watch it. I don't know if I'm going. Is, is it like uh, what is it on ABC uh, or something? CBS or something like that? ABC, one of the. Yeah, I, I probably I feel like I got to be the only person who doesn't care about them. I, I'm gonna keep it thousand. I don't care about the uh, royal family at all. But seeing the previews for this interview, it seemed like they about to get some shit off. Yeah, and the queen like scheduled a speech beforehand. I'm like, yo, what they about to announce? Yeah, they about to drop some shit. And I, I love some mess. I, I definitely will check this out. Yeah, and then they tried to pull that uh, the king. Is he a king? What, what is buddy that's dying like every two weeks and coming back to life? Oh, uh, that, it's gotta be the well. No, he's not the king. The he's Duke, the Prince, right? Or whatever the fuck. Oh, uh, is he a prince? He like a hundred. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Are we talking about because Queen Elizabeth's still a thing, right? She's still the queen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then her, she has a son. Is he the one that's dying? No, that nigga looked like he was the founder of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know that zombie Jerry Jones looking nigga. So what? Y'all know who I'm talking about. I I don't think I do. Royal family. I'm gonna type in royal family dying guy. Oh, dying of cancer. That guy. I hope not. <laughs> That's the one I'm just saying. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you trying to turn somebody into a pack so bad? Bruh. The royal pack. <laughs> All right, we can't. No, we can't. No, no, no. We can't do that. Man. Oh, the royal man. pack. But no. Um, but yeah, buddy. Like he looks like he about 125 at least. Oh no, no. It is. It is. It's Prince Philip. Yeah. It's Queen Elizabeth's. Wait, Queen Elizabeth's still alive? This yeah, dude, the, he's ninety nine. So that's his mom. Yeah, no, nah, that can't Wait, be his mom, bro. Hold on, what's going? That's on? like his lover or something like that. <laughs> hold on, no, no. Look, at the, look at what the royal, the royal pack got us looking up. <laughs> I need to know how old Queen Elizabeth. That nigga look like he died every day. I just so who is it? Maybe this is somebody else because they're talking about Prince Philip if he dies, and. There's no way he's 99. I don't know, but yeah, they they tried to have them push it back because quote unquote it wasn't in good taste for them to do the interview when he was in peril. And I'm like, this nigga in peril like every week. We don't know when we gonna get this documentary off. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch, man. I'm gonna watch. But I also heard Meghan Markle was like hissing at her workers or whatever, and that's kind of weird. I, but she said they like person hissing is sir unless you're the black mama because I heard Kobe used to do that shit. But uh, but I, she said that they making up shit about her because you know they they mad at the whole situation. 
But I don't know, man. I, I really don't care about the royal shit. But anytime we, it's about to be some scandals and some shit, I'm going to tune in and see what they say. Yeah. And, and just to confirm so we don't look crazy to our listeners, uh, dude who's dying is her husband. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to yeah. say, it's no way that's our son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That, that, hey, get better, right. my nigga. Yeah. Uh,. Um, what was I about to say? Um, fuck, I had one. Oh, did y'all see Hugh Jackman wanted Lee Daniels to direct X Men after seeing Precious? And imagine what that X Men would look like. <laughs> I would like to see it. <laughs> you got a gay night crawler? <laughs> <laughs> oh my, yeah, don't. I uh, I don't know Wolverine. I don't know what he was on, man. I really, I really wish I could see that. <laughs> Because I would, it would truly be absurd. Isn't Lee Daniels the same one who's directed in Super Bitch? All right. <laughs> what? What? I I'm, forgot about that. I'm being serious. Super Bitch. Yes. <laughs> Bro, it's a movie about a gay superhero. Oh, he is. Damn. Oh, oh. gay high heeled. All right. Then you know you remember dude yeah, who was yeah, on. Yeah, dude yeah. that was flipping yeah. in them pink ass high heels. Yeah, yeah, I remember. He is doing super bitch. <sighs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> dog. And I actually would want to see that. That actually looked kind of decent. Did it, <laughs> bro? Niggas running like twenty miles an hour in pink uh, leather high heels, bro. Fam, you have no powers. Just shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing. You're not super. You can get beat by misogyny and homophobia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Lord, man. Lee Daniels is wild. <laughs> oh, shit, man. But yeah, I think that's all the stories I got. Jay Books at the. Uh, I, I don't know if y'all seen the Zaya Wade and. Uh, in a Michelle Obama interview, but he said that it was demonic. Yeah, I, I saw a couple of people. Who said that? Jay Book from B2K. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. He, wild, should, he should probably yeah, not nah. say those things. Yeah, with Jay Book, he's already, I think he canceled himself. So. Yeah, he got a, don't he got a DV or some shit? I, I know people ain't checking for his ass. <laughs> I know that for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's all uh, that I had. Um, Camila Cabello is also taking racism classes, but that that's not anything. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a whole different subject. Yeah, we, we might have to run that back next week. <laughs> uh, let's. I guess we get into music if y'all don't have no other any other stories. All right, yeah, think we good. Uh, oh, it was, well, well, did you guys see? Did you know Coy Leroy? Coy Leroy? Yeah. Whatever the girl, Benzino's her dad, and they were beefing? Yeah, I saw that. It's they, not that. It's, it's just weird. They need to chill out. She has a small window. <laughs> like that, no more parties. That's 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 a that's a banger. But uh, that other song she dropped this week, oh my God, that shit was ass. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, we'll we'll probably talk about her another one of these weeks. All right, man, music, man. It was a big week for music. Um, we got quite a few big releases. Um, we're gonna start with the boy. Is that where we starting this week? Man, scary hours two EP. 
Jersey dropped a three pack on us. Um, how how we feeling, man? What's the temperature? Uh, we have no clue when we're getting CLB, but it needs to hurry up. <laughs> yeah, if if I was to get anything from here, um, that I think it's that 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 nigga can rap. Um, now I'm gonna break from the pack, saying I didn't necessarily really run these back too often after I listened to them the first time. Yeah, that uh, well, the lemon pepper is too long to be running back like that. Honestly, um, now now what? Whatever the first one is, that's that's gonna run back. What's next? Yeah, I th- I think that's gonna hit. That's gonna hit for the uh, you know upcoming spring, maybe r- even run into summer, depending on when we get this album. I don't know. That's this is my least favorite Drake. Now I'm not saying the songs are trash at all. Songs are pretty good. Um, not not for me to run back, like I said. But this is my least favorite Drake. Mm-hmm. It's not the braggadocious Drake. It's not the simp Drake. It's the I got something to prove Drake, which is my least favorite. Still talented Drake, but my least favorite Drake. Mm. Is it, uh, so you you think you think he did that on Lemon Pepper? Yeah, and account uh, once and these is kind of a braggadocious record. Uh, what's next is as well. Super, super. Uh, I don't know. It's something that didn't didn't fully connect with me with these. It made me excited for the album and showed me that Drake, it, Drake's throwaways are better than niggas' album cuts. But I'm not running back to play these. Yeah, that that lemon pepper. He was getting his shit off. Yeah, and then I, I see. I fuck with he when he gets his shit off when he's just like venting <laughs> about some mm. shit. <laughs> that, oh. I, that, those be my type of Drake records. I, I kind of like when he be uh, going off like that. Yeah, I like but, the, the way how he can make a mundane ass occurrence seem like it's the coldest shit in the world. Like him mm-hmm. pulling baddies at PTA meetings. <laughs> <laughs> like that's some mundane ass shit, but the way Drake says it, that just the shit just makes it cold. Mm-hmm. Like he bragging about, yeah, I know Beyonce and uh what's the <laughs> at a PTA meeting. Like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Drake's saying of course to that. <laughs> Like thank God, or yeah, him man, saying he has sex on Valentine's Day. <laughs> like thanks, Drake. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm, that I'm makes waiting. one of us. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting though for him to drop this pack right now. It makes me feel like CLB is not coming relatively soon. If he if he had to drop this, I heard I mean, rumors we're in March already. So. Yeah, I've been hearing rumors of April. I think it was DJ Academics that said that. Yeah, I don't know if I can trust that nigga sometimes, man. Mm. Especially with Drake, because Drake, I he's, he, us, he's the one who gave us dates before. Yeah, he's given us like five different dates <laughs> for this album. Yeah, I mean, but he normally like I think he dropped the the Cardi date first. Um, he's had a few other things, and he normally try to vet his shit out. Um, He's just not good with the Drake dates. 
Yeah, I mean Drake. You know he's not gonna tell TJ academics. <laughs> I, I feel like Drake playing with him because every time he says, "Yo, I spoke to Drake directly," <laughs> Drake probably just giving him whatever. <laughs> say, I say this. He, he hitting him with the hezzy. <laughs> say this, fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I think Drake just filling it out, trying to see when shit start opening up. Um, and I mean he's stuck in Canada right now, so. I don't think until that shit is lifted, he's going to uh, start moving around and release it. So I think once he gets word, because I know he got the government connected in Canada or Toronto. And so once he gets word that the lockdown finna end, that's when he dropping that shit. So, uh, but overall, man, what, what, what are we giving us? No, I'm going to go eight out of 10. Uh, I say seven point five. Yeah, I think I'll give it a seven. I I didn't like that record with uh, little baby like that. It was bro the way he started that shit off. I was like, bro, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was like no kind of scheme to it. It was just like a whole bunch of words. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really mess with. That. I didn't mess with the hook on that. It, it just seemed that seemed like a real throwaway for real. Like he didn't give a fuck about that. Yeah, okay. Uh what else came out? We got the Tory Lanez Playboy. Let me tell you that. Listen, my young boys, it, it, it I, I hate I hate that Tory put himself in this position, man. Because according to my young boys, he has some A level hurt on this album. All right. First of all, we're gonna have to speak about you having a stable of young boys. <laughs> we have to address that at some point. That you have a stable of young boys that gives you album reviews. <laughs> they telling me, they telling me, got some like it's just straight pain, and you know I fuck with that pain music, and man, I just, I just wish he didn't put himself in this position to where like his shit is just being hidden. You and, or your young boys wish that? Yeah, my young boys wish that as well. Like, because my young boys would like to talk about this album. <laughs> but, but, you know what I'm saying? I understand. It's, it's, it's difficult, but I heard a good thing. Bro, what do you think about this album? <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was, it was solid. Um, He really, this was like a capsule, he's calling it. Mm-hmm. So it was like an R and B album, but uh, I, I liked it, man. He was really he was getting his shit off for real. Is it R and B or more rap? It's R and B. It's it, but it's like you know, Tori. It's not like strictly. It, 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 you can listen to some songs and think it's rap, mm-hmm. but but he's singing on all of it. Okay, I'll say that. Yeah, I, I haven't got a chance to check it out yet. Um, see, did you check it out? No, I couldn't. Honestly, I didn't even look for it. I couldn't find it anywhere, but uh, no, I didn't. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I saw he had a problem. Uh, he said the streaming services and platforms weren't treating him fairly. And I don't know. I think that just comes with it, bro. Um, you know, unfortunately, it is what it is. Uh, I'll probably listen to it at some point, though. Um uh, what else happened? Uh, oh, but kind of back to that Drake shit. Um, I know a lot of people were making you know a big deal out of the uh, lemon pepper freestyle. Um, 
and people were saying like Drake and Ross are undefeated. Do we think that who's the better combo, Drake and Ross or Jay and Ross? Uh, Drake, as far as their as far as their singles, I'm, I'm no, going with Drake and Ross. Yeah, same. That what's the that know, uh, bullshit that Jay and Ross did on that one song ruined it. What song? Uh, uh, the bass shit was that? Y'all know the the one with Tink was originally on it. Hmm? With the bass, ain't that what it's called? The hell are you talking about? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, moving bass, as moving bass. What song was that? It was on a. Uh, it was on a uh, hood billionaire. Oh, I don't remember that song honestly. Yeah, because it was it was terrible, <laughs> and I think that that ruined the streak. That that ruined. If if they didn't release that, it would be tough for me. But like Drake and Ross, they've they haven't dropped trash. Oh um, yeah, I, I, I just listened to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still gotta go Jay and Ross, bro. They have classics. What 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 would get you more excited? A five EP Drake and Ross or five EP Ross and John Legend? What? Bro, you just came out of left field with the same <laughs> once. Yeah, like, I was waiting on a J or an actual rapper. Yeah, I, I was wondering why he was taking his time with this shit. I was like, <laughs> yeah, just say the John Legend, but they do have shit. Fam, I'm I'm not gonna lie that because that that chemistry that combo is. It's, I get it. I get it. I'm still going I'm with Drake. Still going with Drake. <laughs> yeah, I'm because I don't I don't know, man. Those those cocaine bars be. Now Drake and I mean look look at Jay and Ross's track right here. Besides that bullshit ass moving bass, Maybach music, the first one. Mm-hmm. Just think about the bars on there, bro. Yeah. What else they got together? Uh, the shit on uh Teflon Don. Yeah. Uh, Devil is a lie. D- Devil is a lie. Teflon Don, that was uh, what the fuck was that? Mastermind, right? Yeah, I'm the one on Teflon Don is uh, niggas couldn't do nothing with me, they put the devil on me. Mm. I prefer niggas to squeeze the metal on me. What is up? What the fuck is that song? That's um, Illuminati. Oh, no, wait, I thought it was like something Illuminati, Freemason, Freemason, yeah, Freemason. I gotta go with Jay and Drake. I mean, it's close because Ross and Ross and Drake have damn near what fifteen classics together, and they all heat. Yeah, so it's it's close. I just wanted to ask that though. Uh, let's keep it moving. OTF uh, compilation album. Uh, only the family. Anybody listen? The loyal bros. I didn't get through the whole thing, but it was something from what I saw kind of on there was, uh, it was all right. What? I didn't know bad. Zion is replacing Joel Embiid as a starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need a big man. Oh, all right. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I didn't listen to the uh, OTF. Um, but I'm pretty sure there's, there's some shit on there I can rock with. Uh, I think that's it for albums. Unless y'all heard something that we need to be paying attention to. Anybody listen to the Boogie uh, soundtrack? Uh, no. Oh, speaking of Boogie, this this isn't that Boogie, but Boogie's been releasing like weekly freestyles that that kind of go. Yeah, I've been seeing some of the videos. Westside Boogie. Yeah, I've been seeing some of the videos. I forgot uh, what song it was that I heard. Was it Beatbox? I want to say it was. Might have been Beatbox. Um, but yeah, some of them have been pretty good. Um, also, YG has released a compilation album with uh, Day Salon and. D season, I don't. I guess that's the name called Gang Affiliated. Uh, I was, there was no way you were paying me to click on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to YG, but he going outside right now. Uh, yeah, that, I think that's it for the albums. Of course, probably the biggest song event of the the week, man. That's oh, Silk my Sonic, bad. Man. Did uh, anybody oh, listen to the Rare Family Reload? What? What? The who? The Rare Family re- Reloaded K Count. Oh no, I didn't even know that. No, I told you what I think about yeah. uh, Deluxe albums. I don't know if it was Deluxe because I don't think he put anything out with Don't Drink Dasani on it. Oh, okay. Well, oh, wait, probably. maybe this is a Deluxe. Oh, this is a Deluxe. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I'll probably check it out because I, I don't think I downloaded the first one. I think I just listened to it. So I'll probably check it out. But uh, what, what was I saying? Oh man, the biggest song uh, news of the week, man, Silk Sonic, man, bro. I've never been this excited about a project, and I don't know how long, bro. What what kind of uh, what what did the sounds? What kind of material did you feel on your skin as you listen to the music? I feel like I had three, at least three joints. In a, a 72 uh, Chevy Caprice. I feel, I, and I had braids, neck braids. I feel like you, I had to, that music made me feel like I had this, either some silver velour laying on my, laying on my, on my skin. Mm. Dog, that shit was amazing. And we all knew what it would be. I don't think we previewed this, but we all knew what it would be. If you get a nigga, a talented nigga like Anderson and a talented nigga like Bruno, uh, you know what the music gonna be. Mm-hmm. Like that it, shit was amazing, bro. It was it was good. Man, I, it, it, it made me it made me wish I had somebody to you know put my emotions into, pour mine into. Okay. You know what I'm <laughs> okay. <laughs> but also, I didn't know they dropped the intro to the album too. I didn't even listen to that. Oh, I didn't either. Yeah, but I'm looking at it now. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah, bro, this this gonna be the one, man. Like that, it was so cold. I even know it was like a a sexual type. Well, not really sexual, but it's it's some shit for the you know a bedroom boom. Is that do they still mm-hmm. call songs bedroom boom? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> bedroom boom. Bedroom who made, boom. Who, who, made a, who made a song with that with that title? I forgot. It was bedroom yin yang. boom. Yin yang in the pond. Yeah, that shit was cold, bro. <laughs> that shit was bedroom boom, bro. But um. Uh, 
Yeah, man, that, it's man. I'm looking forward to that that sound, bro. That sound is just crazy. Um, and then the, the back and forth on that song is it's nuts. Um, Bieber dropped another single called "Hold On." I I don't know where I am with Bieber right now, bro. Uh, I'm not listening. <laughs> I still need to know what he needs justice for. Yeah, that album come out this week, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. Um I'll I'll listen, but I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh Juice World dropped another song with Clev uh Post Malone and this guy named Clever called Life's a Mess Two. Did not check that out. Um, yeah, I, gotta, I gotta check that out. Yeah, but I I seen Juice World as like top two or top three uh most streamed YouTube artists of the year or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. I just wish niggas lived long enough to, you know, enjoy the fruits of their labor, man, and see how big they could have became. Um, yeah. so that's that's just that's just that. Um, uh, anybody listen to that Maroon Five and Megan Thee Stallion called "Beautiful Mistakes"? Absolutely not. I didn't even know that came out. God is good. It was actually not bad. I don't like how they're doing that. I don't like how they just. I mean, I guess grabbing uh, grabbing a hit girl. Yeah, just grabbing the hottest girl right now and tossing her on the track. I don't, I don't, I don't like. That I mean, it always you happens. Wanted, you, you wanted them to run it back with Christina Aguilera. <laughs> just like I, I don't like the formula, man. I mean, they've been doing that. I mean, they have a song with Cardi B when she was popping. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't I don't like the stick. Let's stick to this formula of a single. Type shit. It, it makes me not want to listen because it seems like you're just giving us some shit that you think's gonna go because you got the hottest chick on there. It'll, make the, wanna... it'll make the colors jam. <laughs> it'll make the colors tune in. <laughs> I just don't want to feed into it. Okay. Uh, Sweetie dropped the best friend remix. Um, at first I thought she was kept the original. We didn't need hold on, lady. Hold on, player. That, that hey man, that's on hot, bro. I don't, I don't care what what okay. niggas talking about. <laughs> Dog, is that my Bessie and a Tessie? I hate that shit so much, bro. That shit hard, bro. How was that hard, <laughs> bro? The way she said it. I mean, I don't know if just the way she said it or what. She's like beep beep. Is that my Bessie and a Tessie? That is that is nasty. Are you serious? No, I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. That's cold. Yo, I need you on the plantation. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, sweetie, man. That shit cold. That shit give me every time, bro. Uh, but yeah, she added Stefan down on this, and unless it's a video, this shit was pointless. <laughs> now that's big facts. I'll, I'll take a video. I'll take a Reese's video. Yeah, but so nah. uh, it is what it is. What's this? Um, Pop Smoke dropped an out uh single. Uh, he had a couple songs in that boogie. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, Jaquees dropped a, a single called "Freaky as Me" with Mulatto. Anybody tune in? Nah, I'll I'll check it out though. Yeah, that's I thought I heard it a little bit of on accident. And I turned it off. Oh, it wasn't good. It was. It didn't do it for me. I was gonna say that sound like uh, it, it's Jaquees's money. Um, it's crazy. I mean, just thinking back to Jacquees, like his biggest song is a song that was erased from the internet. <laughs> that's sad, bro. It just what it is. Yeah, but that's what happens when you jack nigga songs. Uh, YMW Melly dropped thugged out with, with Yak, Kodak Black. 
I didn't really. I know I listened to it. I don't know if I liked it. Yeah, Kodak yeah. said they the engineer put his verse off beat. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, damn, that makes sense then. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't really vibing with this one. YMW said they're gonna get it right though from Beyond the Cell. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! So they gonna get it right. Uh, Baby Keem, I uh, dropped a new single called "No Sense." Uh, mm-hmm. not n- not his lane. Yeah, it, it it was totally different. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. No, nah, it was. It's just it's not what I wanted to hear from him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it's one of those. Yeah, uh, uh, I think he was going after a different sound. That uh, yeah, I, I wasn't into it like that. Uh, anybody else looking? Key Glock and Dolph announced the album and released a single Aspen off their new project. Uh, they got a uh, Dumb and Dumber two coming out. Oh my god, Bruh I am excited. When is that? Is there a release date for that? Oh uh, yeah, hold on. I don't know if they put a day. They didn't put a date on. Hold on. Or maybe I didn't see yeah. it. Oh no, it's a coming soon. So no, it's no day. Let no day. Yeah. Drop. Let that shit drop when the weather nice. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorite projects. From when did that come out? 2019, 2018. <laughs> I mean, 2020. Well, that shit gonna go crazy. Wait, when when did that first one come out? Ooh, 2019. 2019. Okay, yeah, that was one of my favorite uh, projects from that time. Uh, but yeah, I think that's that's all about. It that I have. Oh, we got a random young gravy and Lil Wayne song that I didn't even want to touch. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even want to touch that. I don't know what that's what's going on with that. Wayne going outside, bro. It is what it is. But he's al- always been around like random ass rappers and put random niggas on his shit and all that type of shit. So, oh, you saw the um, the new Young Money compilation coming? Oh Jesus, no! What? Who is oh. on Young Money that I want to hear? I don't even want to hear Wayne at this point. <laughs> like, I know it ain't no underlings that I want to hear. I, 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 I have no clue, but apparently there's a there's a new one coming. Hey, that first one, we need to have a conversation about that one day. I don't know how. Yeah, actually, yeah, let's save that because aging? I don't know if that shit aged well. What? I don't think it did, man. Hold on, let me see what's on there. Maybe two songs. Even even the two songs, I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> Loki, no, go play Bedrock. I, I don't you would definitely get... Bedrock. You would no, definitely you rock your bed to Bedrock. I, I don't know if I want to hear Bedrock again. You do. <sighs> Alright, I'll give uh, you Bedrock and... and steady mobbing. Yes. Oh, Every I girl in the world. Uh, every girl in the world's yeah. Uh after you, that, you know you want you know you want Roger that got you. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Roger that. I, uh, okay. What's the one you said <laughs> Girl, I got you? No. Hell Come no. Why <laughs> Was that little Chucky shit? Yeah. No, nah, that shit twist. was trash. Yeah, that shit was trash. Um I'm trying to think. Uh, I say four. Like you cannot deny every girl, Bear Rock, We Be Steady, Mobbing, and Roger. That those are four that you can't deny. 
Roger, that is it was was solid. Um, yeah, steady mob. I feel like that's a fucking cheat code right there. But yeah, you you don't want to. You're not playing past the Dutch. I fucked with it at the time, but I don't know if I would run it back. I low key don't even remember how that shit went. I haven't heard that shit. I haven't heard a lot of these songs in a long time. Long like. Yeah, that Miss Parker shit. I, I'd probably throw up if I listened to that song. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of these Miss Parker. <laughs> no, the ending. The ending. You need to go listen to the ending again. I remember the ending was epic. <laughs> hey, we still need to. We we need to bring a case down upon Mac Main for his verse on Bedrock. Oh yeah, that was. <laughs> oh, so, um, so many foul. <laughs> this, this is this is referring to last week. What was ASAP Ferg doing on that Seventh Streeter song? Bro, alright, alright, fucking, what's ah. going on here, bro? Yeah, those ad libs to R and B song like that. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and, bro, he's doing like barks and shit. I was like, bro, this is distracting me from the song, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, god. I, I don't know if I actually heard his verse because I just heard the ad lib. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the song is good though. The song is pretty pretty solid. Um shout out to Seven, man. But yeah, that song is hella distracting. <laughs> but, uh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> But that's all I got for music, man. Unless y'all got something else, Doug. Uh Oh, G Herbo dropped some singles. Did you know, mess with them? Yeah, that one I, I mess with heavy. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I don't forget what the name of it was. You remember the names? Um, break yourself and really like that. Really like that is the one I mess with heavy. Break yourself is pretty. It's solid. But really like that is where I mess with uh, Herbo. It's like on beat, first of all. And, you know, the whole track is just like, it's fire. So I fuck with that one. I'm, I'm looking forward to some music from him. I want that uh Bibby and Herbo tape. We need that. The streets need that, man. So, uh, man, um, if y'all don't got nothing else before we get into shout outs, we're going to get into shout outs, man. All right, uh, don't know what you got. Uh, today is National Cereal Day, so I wanted to know what's your favorite cereal. Um, I don't eat cereal because I'm a grown man, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I had to eat cereal, my favorite cereal would be Frost Flakes. Mm. Yeah, what? Frosted Flakes. Yeah, I like Frosted Flakes. I'm I, I with Frosted Flakes. I'm also not a cereal person. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like cereal is, is not a fulfilling meal, so I I don't eat cereal. Mm. Ah, see, back in the day, I probably go Frosted Flakes, Apple Jacks type guy, but uh, I I think I think Cinnamon Toast Crunch is my vibe. Oh yeah, Lucky Lucky Charms is up there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fuck with the Luckies. Yeah, you gotta have your raisin brand with the raisins now, though. Oh no, nah, I'll never. Bro, as I'm getting older, I start to uh, like. I'm now noticing how important fiber is in your diet, bro. Oh, okay. What? You know, I understand what you're saying. I don't. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't, uh, I don't go my stomach be fucked because you know I recently started doing like the keto and the smoothies and shit, and that shit don't have fiber, <laughs> bro. My stomach be so fucked up, bro. 
<laughs> Wait, why don't you have vegetables? I mean, I get vegetables and like salads because I eat salads every lunch and shit. Um, so I, I normally just get my vegetables from that. Um, but I don't know if it doesn't have enough fiber. But I had eventually had to get like these fiber pills and these keto um, granola bars and shit like that to help out. But, bro, mm. get your fiber. It is important because it will fuck you up, bro. Like bad. So yeah, you won't be walking around with all this extra sitting in your stomach. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, man. <laughs> your digestive system don't work correctly if you don't have enough fiber, bro. So yeah. make sure you take care of that, bro. If you try to change your diet or whatever, make sure you still getting your fiber and your vitamins and shit, bro. I learned to listen that hard way, bro. So Oh Lord. Yeah. Uh but who's we on? Who's on? oh Donald was asking uh about cereal and shit. <laughs> <laughs> What you got a shout out to? Um, Man I'm gonna give a shout out to What is dude's name I don't know whatever that kid was in The kid oh, This is gonna sound bad I, Plano? I I was, it, was it Plano The kid is getting bullied and they making him eat piss and shit I mean yeah. drink piss Yeah the one they invited him to The sleepover and bullied him and made him drink pee and shot him with a BB gun and called him racist names and stuff like that. I gotta get off. And I think <laughs> I think I think the school was saying they weren't they can't do anything. So yeah. Just, hey Phil, you gotta prepare niggas when you start telling stories like that, Phil. <laughs> that was insane. Drink piss and shot him with a BB gun. <laughs> what what? I, listen, I'm I'm just reporting the news. Uh, I was just reporting the news. That's a terrible ass. <laughs> that's the worst it's the way he said it, man. He's like, you know, the man of drink piss and shot him with a BB gun. <laughs> hey, hey, bro, that's just fucked up. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking up them parents and them kids. <laughs> that's way too much, man. Hey, man, where do you like? Where do kids even learn to be demonic like that, bro? <laughs> That's straight demonic. That's what Jay Boog needs to be calling demonic. Do do you, you honestly? You can't even prepare your kid for that type of situation. So let's say, do you need to prepare your kid to like fight themselves out of that situation? Because I mean, I'm throwing pee in your face. Yeah. And if I have to like fight my way out, I'll just I'll take. There should I I can be able to cause enough commotion to disturb a parent to get them to come down and stop. Yeah, I mean, those are the type of cases where I, I I wouldn't be mad if the parents start slapping kids up. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't make my son eat drink pee. Well, and well, shoot I, him I with mean, a BB I, just, I mean, the parents who were like in the house. Yeah, they they, they everybody getting it <laughs> for real. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody getting it. The kids getting it. The kids' parents who was on hey. Nah, bro. Taking it too far. Yeah, because if you let that shit ride, then they grow up to be Tiger. Remember when they, the nigga Tiger got punched like 65 times in the chest? Oh, my God. And then they made him dance to Rack City? <laughs> I remember the dancing to Rack City. And uh, didn't they make him rap it while he jerked? Yeah, like making him dance in the parking lot and uh, sing Rack City. But I don't know if they punch him in the chest 65 times. See, Fisher and Tiger jerking the Rack City rapping the way. <laughs> 10, 10, 10, 50s on your titty, bitch. <laughs> they judging his bars and shit. Nigga, that don't make sense. 
Hey, man. Uh-oh. Yeah, but hey, I'm blowing New Jersey up. That shit happened to my kid, bro. But yeah, you got to preface that next time with the uh, trigger alert because I don't want to laugh because it's not a funny situation, but the way you presented it was hilarious. Uh, I thought you was quote what was happening. I don't understand. Fab, you said they made that nigga drink piss while they were shooting with a BB gun. <laughs> no, they're not wilding. They did both separately. No. Oh, okay. But it doesn't make it better, but still. Yeah, prayers. We don't want to shout him out, but we want to send prayers his way. Prayers up this time. Uh, my shout out is going to Steph and Aisha, man. The foundation, uh, I guess they pay struggling restaurants in the Oakland and Bay Area. And well, I guess Oakland is in the Bay Area. So in the Bay Area, um, to feed the community. And it said they put 20 million into the local economy, and the restaurants were able to rehire 900 workers, man. So uh, that's what's up, man. That's, that's dope. And people giving back. Sometimes these rich people out here helping out more than the government, man. It's just, it's a shame, but if it if it must be done, it must be done. So shout out Steph and Aisha, man, and their foundation for what they did. Um, you know, hopefully we can get everything back in motion. It seems like jobs are starting to open back up and keep grinding, man. Everybody out there that's looking for a new job, looking for a new position, looking for a blessing to come in their life. It's coming, man. March is the month of blessings, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. We appreciate y'all for listening to episode 109, man. Y'all got anything else to say to the people? Um, Same as usual, man. It's just keep masking up, keep staying safe, and uh, don't go to Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. If you got a little joint from Atlanta, it's about time to have that testing uh, conversation. And purge if your girl went down there for All Star Weekend. Yeah. Yeah, you know what Drake said. Was it Drake or was that Two Chain? Yeah, no, it was it was Drake. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was like, uh, hey, your girl that go down to uh, All Star game, she was fucking somebody on that basketball team. Somebody. She don't care about basketball that much. Yeah. Or in this case, someone in the G League or playing overseas. <laughs> For real. She get uh, hit with somebody from Palmdale, the Palmdale Magic or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, the Sioux Su- Falls Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Warriors, I know that. Yo, imagine, yeah, imagine him saying, "Yo, he played for the Warriors," and you look up the roster, it's like Sioux Fall. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, but so be careful out here. It's a lot of tricksters. Uh, but man, yeah, we appreciate y'all listening, man. Episode one hundred and nine, and we are out of chill.